Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome on in. Two o'clock, Sports Radio 94, WIP. Jack Fritz alongside... My guy Ike Reese on this Tuesday afternoon. What's happening, Ike? What up, Fritzy? Holla, your boy. Well, it's officially the offseason. We got drama Uh-oh. in Philadelphia. Wow. Mm. Who would have thunk it with this Eagles team? Mm-mm. So uh, over the weekend, obviously the reporting is uh, Hassan Reddick and the Eagles have, have, have said, hey, you can go. They've given permission to go seek a trade, try to get a bigger contract. Hassan Reddick uh, claps back, I guess, on, on Twitter today and says he never requested a trade, but did confirm that he would like to be paid by the Eagles. So still wants a new contract. I feel like this is all, you know, beating around the bush. It's it's still I think it's, I still believe the report from over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Like if you want to go try to get a big contract elsewhere, go get a big contract elsewhere because I'm not sure how much really interested in paying you. But Hassan Reddick saying he did not request a trade. Either way, it boils down to whether or not you want the Eagles to to pay Hassan Reddick. Should the Eagles pay Hassan Reddick, I agree. Yeah, it's a simple answer for me. Yes. They need to figure out a way to get this done. Um I think if you're if you're looking at being a team that wants to be playing in the final weeks of the NFL season, meaning either conference championship weekend, which obviously gives you an opportunity to be playing in the final game of the season in New Orleans next year, Mardi Gras, we can get down there. Oh. I've, I've not hung out in New Orleans. I played there a few times. Obviously, one of the <laughs> most famous plays in NFL <laughs> yes. history. We don't need to relive that again. <laughs> it doesn't get yeah. brought up enough on your resume. Well, yeah, well, because um, it's kind of. <laughs> It's bittersweet to some degree. It's a great story. <laughs> it is a great, great story. story. All right. <laughs> Couldn't happen to a better guy. Exactly. Put it that way. Yeah. Put it. Hey, wait, hey. And I'm not talking about me. Way to do it with class. There you go. Way to there do it you with go. Class. I accepted it too. Um <laughs> In case you guys don't know, uh, Jack is referring to the reopening of the Superdome yes. at the Hurricane Katrina, the infamous uh, huge punt block by Steve Gleason, the great special teams player of the Saints, yep. uh, was primarily my fault. And so that became a statue that they've erected outside of the stadium that I've yet to actually go and take a picture in front of, which I will if we go to New Orleans next year. I will take a picture in front of that. And the caption is, you're welcome. Yes. It did not feel good in the moment. But looking back. But looking back on it and obviously what Gleason has has, has gone through yes. in his life and everything makes it all well worth it. So it's it, it's deserving. So yes. I wanted to give you guys the backdrop of that because he, he gets a kick out of this. 
when I do even hint at playing in New Orleans. It's the first thing he thinks of. Well, listen, a lot of people think of you and Trot in Atlanta. I think of I think of Viking. It's it's one of the images of the 2000s in, in all of, of pro football. So that was helped created by. I him. am a part of it. Yes, yeah, thank yeah, yeah. you, thank you. Okay, okay, okay. Back to um, Back back to uh, Hassan. If the Eagles plan to be there next year, right? They're going to need to retain, not only retain the the good players that they have, but also add potentially from a a strategic and smart way where they're going to be able to fit guys under the salary cap. And I don't mean a bunch of one-year guys. I mean guys that could be here for multiple years so that you can keep this window open as you mix in veteran players with the with, with the young players that are already going to be here. If you want to be one of those teams, then getting rid of your best defensive player, I don't see how that helps. I'll give one caveat to it, and I'll let you, let you rebut and come back at me. Now, if the Eagles are going to trade Hassan Reddick and then go out and sign one mm-hmm. in free agency, okay, if that's the plan. If that's the plan, if you're going to get a 26-year-old guy coming off his rookie deal, looking for new money, you're getting him right in the prime of his career or before he hits the prime of his career, and you're willing to pay him X amount of dollars that you're saying you're not going to pay a 30-year, because that's what I have to believe is the biggest reason for the Eagles not wanting to pay him, as they may believe he doesn't have as many good years left in him. Right, not that he's terrible, and he's coming off four straight double-digit sack seasons. No, so we know he's their best pass rusher, and like I said, you can make the argument he's the best defensive player that we have. So on a defense where they don't have many, by the way, or, exactly. So there has to be a middle ground here where they can come up with a number of years and a reasonable pay pay increase. Hassan's gonna have to be reasonable about this as well, right? If you want, if you want some new money. Or you're gonna to have to play on the 14 plus million you're you're slated to play on next year. And like you, you, you don't believe the Eagles are gonna just cut Hassan Reddick, right? I don't think so. I think, okay. I think they'll look for value somewhere. Okay, okay. So all that being said, figure out a way where he can be happy, he gets a little pay bump, you get some more years to spread the money out over the cap. And if you've got Hassan Reddick for three more seasons, meaning next year and two more after that, he's 33 years old, I think you still get double-digit sack-type performance out of Hassan Reddick. He's never had major injuries. He's not a big guy, meaning you have to worry about weight issues and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. He's a speed guy. He's a guy that's going to get around the corner. And a guy like that is going to be able to hunt the quarterback until he can't hunt the quarterback anymore. If he can't do one thing, he's going to throw that fast pitch. And that fast pitch is trying to get around that tackle on the outside. So I think he's going to have that in him for at least another three years. 215-592-9494 is how you get in on this. Do you want the Eagles to pay Hassan Reddick, or do you want them to explore a trade opportunity involving Hassan Reddick? Where do you come down on that? 215-592-9494. can't believe you. What about you? Hill, he's a defensive end. He doesn't want to pay a defensive end. I know, it's wrong. Although I will say, I mean, have you been big on paying linebackers for the last couple of years? <laughs> I mean, I would pay him. It doesn't mean the Eagles will, but I mean, I would advocate for him being paid. Well, the thing I is, I wanted T.J. Edwards to stay. The thing is, is that he was 100 percent right. He was 100 percent right. The Eagles should not pay Hassan Reddick, and why they shouldn't pay Hassan Reddick, and why I hope they go out and they seek a trade is I want them to prioritize 2025 and beyond 
beyond more than 2024. I feel like the only reason to pay Hassan Reddick would be to be to try to compete next year. And I just don't think they're that close. I don't think they're that close to being where even the Niners are. And sure, they could take a step back after last year. They were 6-10 and 10 after the last time they went to the Super Bowl, and I get that. I don't think they're close to the Lions. I don't think they're close to the Cowboys. Like, I think the Eagles are are a little bit away from from being a true contender again. And Hassan Reddick, while a great player, was on the field when they went 1-7 and seven, the, de- the defense collapsed. Yeah, he was backpedaling. Did you see? He was like five times a game. I mean, oh, like, come on, man. No, 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 no. This has gotten completely overblown. And, man, Matt Patricia's name is being drugged through the mud. I'm just kidding. He was horrible. But, like, he dropped back maybe five times a game. Okay, can we take a deep breath? That's like five times too many. Way too many. I totally agree. <laughs> but he was out there. And, and they still sucked on defense. Mm-hmm. This team needs more than just a sign, Reddick. It needs a pretty big overhaul. And for a year where I don't think that they're really going to be able to compete at the highest level, I think they can make the playoffs. They might even win the division. But can they really win the Super Bowl next year? I'm not paying that for a guy that is entering into his 30s. Last year, if you wanted to do the Slay thing, I think that made sense because you felt like you still had a Super Bowl team. Chris Jones and the Chiefs, you want to pay him whatever it took last year. That's a team that was on a, on a Super Bowl track and obviously came back and won the Super Bowl. I don't think that's next year. And I think they need to be more prioritizing 2025 and beyond more than 2024. Okay, I don't know. How can you prioritize the defense? We're talking about making sure we improve the talent on that side of the football. How do you improve the talent on that side of the ball? Well, here's the other thing. I, I let's let's just be honest. I, I'm not trusting draft picks. You know, what do we want me to do? Trust that they, they we're going to draft a guy that's going to be as good as Hassan Reddick next year? Well, I'd rather have more more shots at the dartboard. I mean, if, if you have four picks in the top sixty. By the way, like you could have, yeah, we'll hit on one of them. You could use them. It'll be, it'll be a D tackle. <laughs> Better not be a D tackle or <laughs> or an offensive tackle. I will riot. But so you have the four picks in the top sixty. If you can get a second round pick for them, you want to go use that and go get a, a a Patrick Sertain. Like I know that would fire you up. Or oh, that would fire me up. Yeah. Or you could package that and go up and get what you you think is the best edge rusher in the draft. You can use twenty two in some of the second round picks. Or you can do all of that and keep Hassan Reddick. See, keeping Hassan Reddick doesn't preclude you from doing any of those things. That's the beauty of this. So all I'm advocating for is to keep him happy, give him a little bit of a pay raise, which he deserves. He's deserving of the pay raise. I'm not saying he deserves $30 million a year, but if you're getting to somewhere around $20 million, uh, it's, a good, it's a good pay raise, and you're still not, you're not paying him top five defensive end money. So you're not paying him like he's Nick Bosa or or TJ Watt or one of those guys. Yeah. But you also shouldn't be paying him like he's not a two-time Pro Bowler the last two years, four double-digit sack seasons, an All-Pro season. Like there has to be some 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 balance in there somewhere. Because right now the guys around him, like right below him is Randy Gregory at thirteen and a half million dollars a year, which is insane. Uh, and Wusu from the Seahawks is at fifteen million a year. Agba down the Dolphins is fifteen million a year. But then I also don't think he is in the in the Miles Garrett twenty five million dollar a year. Like, no, I like, agree with I'm that. I'm sure he's looking for, but I but also like would he sign for twenty million dollars a year? Well, that's what I say. He he has to. There has to be a happy medium. That's that's what I'm saying. Like you have to give. He has to give a little in the Eagles. To me, what it probably really boils down to is the signing bonus. So it's not as much about how much money he's making per year. If they can massage the 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 salary cap with the with the numbers, and you guarantee him, I don't know, 25 million up front, something like that. 
I don't know how you you thirty million up front, something like that, and then his salary it could be five to ten million dollars a year. I don't know. Yeah, I just I don't know. I, I, a pass rusher heading into his thirties looking for a, a pretty big pay increase. It's smart on him. I, I don't I don't fault him for for going for it. But I'd rather explore the trade market. I don't think the Eagles should pay Hassan Reddick. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four is how you get in. Do you want the Eagles to pay Hassan Reddick? That's the news to start the day today. Chris is in Middletown. What's happening, Chris? Good afternoon, gentlemen. What's up, Chris? What's up, Chris? Hey, Jack, let me talk to you here, Jack. First of all, let's get on this topic here real quick. So, Jack, don't listen to, to you know, pay him, you know, a guy over there that's next to you, Mr. Mister Reese, because, you know, problem with him is, you know, we got Nolan Ike Smith on the other <laughs> side. Yeah, everything's fine. You know? So, yeah, so anyway. but he, he, We, we yeah, are I about guess. the same size, though. <laughs> I, I know, I know. Well, listen, you got to see if he can play. Or what, I mean, I don't think he can play, but I would hope. He, I mean, he was a first-round pick. He can't just sit him on the bench. He's got to he's got to get in front of the buffet and get to the weight room. So, um, but guys, let's talk, Jack. I really want to talk to you about something here. So first, uh, before we get into this, welcome back, Chuck. It was great hearing him back on the radio mm-hmm. yesterday. Mm-hmm. So glad glad you guys came to your senses and let that man back on. But he, he, here we go. Uh, uh, can I talk to Mister Fritz, please? Yes, yes, Mr. yes. Fritz? Get to it. Get to it, sir. Sir. Yes. Do you hear what's going on? These frauds. Mike Reese, Hugh Douglas, all these frauds are trying to take over our day tomorrow, okay? They're trying to make it about calling Jason Kelsey. No, no, no. This isn't Eagles Day. This is pitchers and catchers. I know. This is Philly's day. Believe me, I fought back against it. I said, do you know what tomorrow is? Tomorrow's P's and C's. Uh, Mr. Fritz, I'm really upset with this. So it's absolutely ridiculous. It's totally fraudulent. And now they got us on, on Farv Watch tomorrow. So we got to see, you know, is he going to come off the plane? You know, is the, you know which way is the smoke going to blow? No, 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 no. It's pitchers and catchers. So all day tomorrow, heads up, WIP. When Chris in Middletown calls, I ain't talking about Mr. Kelsey. I'm talking <laughs> about pitchers and catchers. And with that, Mr. Mr. Fritz, yeah. I have some questions here for you. Okay. Give me your analysis of, of one Spencer Turnbull. And oh, also, God. do you think we're going to get start. Mr. Montgomery? <laughs> I don't think they uh, – they might get Jordan Montgomery. I, I talked a little bit about Spencer Turnbull uh, yesterday, but we can talk about that. If you listen to the IOPS podcast, we have a new podcast coming out tomorrow morning where we'll break down Spencer Turnbull awesome. in, its, in its full in its full glory. I love High Hopes. It is my favorite podcast. And sorry, James, it bumped you. It's, you know, not Go Birds. It's High Hopes. Correct. Um, love what is it. going on? And I know. It's a good love fest. I convince Fritz. And, and Mr. Fritz, I'll leave you one last thing. The only real Kelsey that matters is Jason's wife because she's the only one that's not a fraud. The rest of the family, they're all doped <laughs> up into red Kansas City Chief stuff and a whole bunch of frauds. So they're all fraud alert. Yep. Chuck, I can't wait to hear you again today, Chuck. Welcome back. Yep, appreciate it, Chris. Kylie is a real one. That was a lot there. There was a lot there without (laughs) any substance on the Hassan Reddick trade, but (laughs) but it's it's okay. Chris is an an entertaining caller. He has pitches and catches tomorrow. P's and C's. And and by the way – I will recuse myself from – I have no responsibility or culpability for this – what is it called? Convince Kelsey? Convince Kelsey, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I didn't come up with this. What you, how did I get drugged into this? Well, because you're part of the, this. Because I'm, I'm an eagle? No, because you're part of WIP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's, a, it's a day part thing where we are convincing Kelsey. Tell him you love him. Oh, my God. Use the L word. Yeah, I mean, listen. That's, that's Rod Lakin, man. 
That's Lincoln, man. Well, see, I wonder, I wonder if we're going to have detractors tomorrow. So just the number four brand manager slash program director in the major markets, brother. Well, and he's automatically going to be in the top three next year because the number one is coming down to do this <laughs> show. So, <laughs> so he's, he's moving on point. up. He's moving up already. Yeah. I just thought it was ridiculous that, like, listen, I like Rod. But <laughs> not like Rod, but <laughs> he's the only one in the top five of every WIP show. You know what I mean? Oh. Like I know WIP's a station was number three. He right. was not he was top five. Every show was in the is it was in the seven to ten range. We're not Jalen Hurts. <laughs> you know, like we're not we're not trending downwards. We're not game managing shows. No, but I mean I don't know, have we ever been eighth? I think the highest we got, I think we got to four one time. We did? Yeah. Okay, I don't even remember. But that's Barrett Sports Media, man. I know, but eight, eight's, eight's a little. Eight's trying to say we're slipping? I think. I, <laughs> I, I'm what sure, are you saying? I'm sure for top five next year. Okay. We'll be, we'll be in the top five next year. I just didn't like that, you know, the station as a whole is doing very well. Right. You know, they had us number three. Because you got three day parts in the top ten, but, but they were all But they were all in the back end of the top ten. It doesn't matter. What other station has all three day parts in the top ten? I mean, Spike's old station. Well, that's why he's won. I know. Well, by the way, I mean, why, what has he done more than, <laughs> than, than Lakin's done down here in the last year? He took all of our ideas. I mean, I mean, he's basically just doing the same nonsense he did down here. I don't know what you're getting at, man. No, I just, he's I, a fraud. It just bothers me that <laughs> yes. the only people, like, like Rod's top five, but every other show is in the, in the five to ten range. You know, like we deserve top five billing. We got something to keep working for. That's exactly. Put our head down. See, the higher you are. The far, the further you have to fall. Exactly. So you, you see where I'm going? I, I see where you're going. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you get up that high, you got to stay up that high. I know. All right. Well, I feel, but I feel like in those things, when you get up that high, then you usually stay there for a little bit. It's not like it doesn't usually Wait, well, you don't get, put it on cruise control, autopilot, and stay there. Would never do that. <laughs> but some things are up there on reputation more than actual content. Well, now Rod is up there at three, and I don't want to see him at four or five next year. Right, we'll see. Well, he, uh, he, see? He better be because <laughs> the number one guy is taken out of the list. Oh, I see what you're saying is that. Well, yeah, we'll see where their guy is at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoever they hire. <laughs> He'll probably be one because they get everything in New York. Tyrone's in Middletown. What's happening, Tyrone? Don't get us fired, man. <laughs> hey, Jack. What's hey, up, Tyrone? Hey, How, What's up, Ty? What's up, brother? Oh, just listening to the show. Interesting topic. Um, Sam Reddick, uh, great player. I love him coming out of college, particularly local guy. Great story. Great background. Mm-hmm. Hard player. But. But. <laughs> I know it's coming. I hear it. <laughs> when you, you know, leading up to uh, you know Super Bowl, when you hear reports of players starting to ask for more money, and they maybe it's a little bit of a, I don't know what went on in the locker room. I'm not privy to that, but it sounds like it's a little bit. Uh, maybe I, I'm not even going to speak on it. But when people start demanding more money prior to. Uh, the season, upcoming season, I, that doesn't sound good. Not so. As a result of the, the Eagles having so many holes, I'd like to see the GM potentially explore all the options available. And if he could come up with a couple of starters and in in or a couple of draft picks and a starter for his time record that matches up with the money, mm-hmm. um, and 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 also tr- the, the defense is getting younger by the minute. But they're not getting and, any better. By the minute. Yeah, but I think they they have multiple needs. I, I think they need a corner safety. They need a couple of linebackers. Mm-hmm. They need a defensive end. Mm-hmm. A, they need a stand-up guy, somebody that's, you know, a traditional type of defensive end, somebody that can smack somebody around. 
and and, and we're and, running you know, a three-four possibly. How do you have a traditional defensive end? We might well, run a three-four. Yet and still, in in the well, you look at what's the guy that used to play uh, the, the when we had the three-four. The guy that said he worked with player development. Barwin, now. Connor Barwin, Connor Barwin. If you can get a Connor Barwin type. You know, six four, six five. You know, like Connor, two, six, I, listen. I love Connor Barwin. He's not better than Hassan Reddick. No, 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 no. I'm just saying you have holes. No, no. I'm not saying he's any better. Or I'm, you I'm need more than Reddick just Hassan Reddick. Is basically your point, right? Yeah, we we have multiple holes to fill. And so, I, and so I'm how saying, do you, how are you going to fill them? Well, we have nine uh, players in the draft. I, I was looking at some of the, the players coming up. There are a lot of players that fit his mold, 6'3", 245, yeah, We got one on the roster right now. We took in the first round last year, Nolan Smith. Well, there are additional players. I mean, if he, <laughs> if he gets a chance to play, I don't recall him being on the field for the first half a dozen games or more. Yeah. If that. Okay, and so, I, and so why do we think he was not on the field? Because of uh, Hassan Reddick. No. Nah, uh, Tyrone, nah. you're, not, you're not helping my point nah. here. We, 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 we should not pay Hassan Reddick, but, you know, you're not exactly helping <laughs> well, my point, well, Nolan Smith being brought up. Well, my twist on it is that I look at the it, – it's a different sport, but I looked at the Sixers the other day after that trade, and I see all these young guys out there, and their, their energy was like – There you And go. the Sixers will be home Appreciate after the first Tyrone. round, Tyrone. We're talking about winning a title. See, see, here, see. Here's here's where my argument goes: is that if I'm expecting to be back in the conference championship game, right? They'll be a playoff team. They could be a playoff team without doing anything possibly next year. What does that do for you? Nothing. Right. So if we're not if we're not taking the now, listen. If if now if if the Eagles were to get rid of Hassan Reddick and they don't replace him with a veteran, meaning somebody from free agency or someone that they trade for, that would sort of signal to me that they aren't necessarily pushing the pedal to the metal to win a title next year. And then I would have to readjust my expectations. And I would say, okay, then I don't expect the team to win next year. You know, they'll they'll grow and develop for a season. That's what they're planning to do. Okay. Well, then okay, then that's what I'll expect next year. Ten and seven, eleven and six, and you know, Jalen will let Jalen run around. We expect the Eagles offense to average thirty points a game. It's the only way they're gonna win because you gotta give me the playmaker. You're gonna name Jalen Carter. Okay. And Jalen Carter, without a lot of talent around him, now he's going to be the focal point of any offensive line. So unless he's ready to start beating double and triple teams on a on a, on a down to down basis, he's going to need talent around him. And that's what a Hassan Reddick does for you. That's what a premier pass rusher, if Josh Sweat is on top of his game, that's what they can do for you. Is they can take attention away from Jalen Carter. Mm-hmm. Or else they're going to eat at the quarterback. I know, but but at the same time, like like the defense fell apart last year with all those guys out there. Sure, I mean, but we got a new coordinator though. I know, I know they have a new coordinator, but still, I mean, when they got ran on, I don't know if that's coordinator related. That's more what are those guys doing out there? Like Hassan Reddick's a good player, mm-hmm. but when you're entering into your 30s, you want a huge contract. I mean, we learned that Banner in early 2000s, Andy, they didn't pay guys heading into their 30s a year early yeah, rather than a year many, late. How many titles did they win? They won zero. Titles. Okay, they won zero. Titles. Okay. 
but it was their philosophy. Uh, and, <laughs> it was a flawed philosophy. That's why they don't do it anymore. That's why I got Dre, uh, Jason Kelsey still here well into his 30s. Fletcher well into his 30s. Brandon Graham well into his 30s. Like, that's, they changed that philosophy. They did, but also yeah. they, were, they had a good run. And they won a Super Bowl, by the way. They did. They did. But my, my whole thing now is – it's not about next year because I don't know how close. Even if you bring back Hassan Reddick, you are. Prioritize 2025 instead of 2024. That's where I'm at. 215-592-9494. That's a totally different argument right there. That's why, that's why I'm not paying Hassan Reddick. 215-592-9494 is how you get in. Should the Eagles pay Hassan Reddick? He said today he did not request a trade but made it clear he does want a new contract. Get in now. 215-592-9494. Plus, uh, we'll tell you uh, how we're doing a $50 Hooters gift card on this snow day and a whole lot more coming up next on the Afternoon Show on Sports Radio 94 WIP. If this cold winter we've endured hasn't yet convinced you to replace your drafty, inefficient windows and doors, then maybe my good friends at Goddard Door and Window can help by giving you one more month to do so at their best prices of the year. If you haven't taken advantage of Guida's big winter sale, then here's your last chance to do so by receiving 40% off every window and door you buy. That's 40% off each expertly installed energy-efficient replacement window, which also includes free high-performance, low e-glass and 40% off any high quality door including insulated entry doors, sliding patio doors, garage doors and storm doors and you can buy now and pay later with Guida's interest free financing or low monthly payment plans now this offer will expire at the end of February so don't let this final chance for big savings pass you by if your home needs windows or doors then call the experts at Guida today to schedule a free in-home estimate at 1-877-GO-GUIDA or visit them at goguida.com that's go G-U-I-D-A.com. worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Get out the way. Get out the way. Ah, Chris Bridges. 
Right? That's his, that's his name. Wow. Came back from over the weekend. Welcome back. It's the afternoon show. Jack Frist and Ike Reese hanging out on this Tuesday afternoon. Elliot Shore Parks already in the building, lurking around, ready to get on the air. Yeah. Fired off takes. Yes. Already giving bad takes out there. <laughs> like, was that the best Super Bowl we've ever seen? Right. Non-Eagles related. That was not the end. I don't – it was a good Super Bowl, but it – I. I it didn't cross my mind that this was one of the best Super Bowls I ever saw. It only became one, a good Super Bowl in the last quarter. <laughs> the, yeah. yeah, the fourth quarter. That was it. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was, you know, I mean, it was, it was like, closer to the the Pats Rams from five years ago. The first three quarters for a little right. bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I mean, like the the Tyree catch game. I mean, the, yeah, that's that's an all time game. Obviously, all the Eagles Super Bowls twenty eight mm-hmm. to three. Malcolm Butler interception. Yes. Like these are all the San Antonio Holmes catch. Yes. Down in uh, we've been fortunate, dude. Now, see, you too young to remember during the 90s, it was a lot of blowout yeah. Super Bowls. I think I remember seeing those highlights going <laughs> yeah. up, like, man, this kind of stinks. yeah, there's a lot of blowout Super Bowls, man. So, yeah. I mean, the only, the only bad Super Bowl we've gotten recently is really the, the Rams Patriots, Rams Patriots, and well, and the um, uh, Denver Seattle. Denver Seattle was yeah, bad. Yeah, Denver Seattle was yeah. bad. At least that was like a decade ago now, which yeah. is crazy. <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe it was yeah. that long ago. Yeah. 9494 We're going to continue morning show side topic week because why not? Uh, and today for a $50 Hooters gift card with the snow outside. Mm. Eh, what's your what's the best snow day movie me movie? We all know you can stay home from school or when you're older, get to hang inside. No one was on the roads today. It was great. I got a parking spot out front. Appreciate that. that a lot. What's your go-to snow day movie, Ike? My go-to snow day movie. Yeah. I got a good one for you. Okay. Fargo. Fargo? Yeah. Made it into a TV show now. Too. Yeah. Yeah, I've never seen a TV show. <laughs> me either. Yeah. Me either. Yeah, would not even waste my time. So uh, one of the things I wanted to do in addition to-, to No s- mess with a classic. That's messing with a classic. Yeah. yeah. Who's in the original Fargo? Oh, Frances Mc, uh, McDermott, I believe is her name. Uh, and uh, Steve Buscemi. You remember him? Of course, yeah. Uh, Love crazy, crazy eyes. From, I know, uh, Mr. Deeds. Yeah, but he also. <laughs> yes, I did. And he was, uh, he was uh, Tony Bandetto. And yeah, well, Sopranos. The, him and the. I, there were so many characters I didn't like in The Sopranos. Like right. I, I understood that they were good characters. Yeah, you didn't like him. He was one of the ones. I cousin thought. Tony. Yeah, I didn't, didn't like, like cousin he, Tony. He always was shady to me. <laughs> he, he was shady. I know, like the whole show was everyone's kind of shady. Yeah. But he was—he just wasn't a character that you. Liked. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't a huge fan of his. Yeah. Uh, so, in addition Fargo, to Fargo, William Macy, Fargo, William Macy. Yeah, names keep popping in my head. Yeah, yeah. one one at a Another time. Another great actor. Yeah, one at a time. I never could think of the the, the Mongo the Lurch. I couldn't think of his name. The dude that killed Mishimi and everybody. Ah, uh, I don't know. Put either. him in the wood chopper. His partner. <laughs> you ever seen Fargo? Come on, Francis. Go no, I'm looking at the cast right here, though. So yeah. I, if you want me to, I can. Oh, that's I can a good listen. movie for you. Yeah. All right. I've heard good things about Fargo. You never seen Fargo? No, I've never seen Fargo. Wow. And that's part of the reason why I, I want to start laying something wow. out. Wow. I want to start doing millennial movie reviews. Okay, I like that. Because, you know. Got to get you caught up on some classics that you don't even know about. Because now that I've been in this chair more, every day I feel like I expose myself and, and <laughs> well, my, you, not yeah. expose myself like on, yeah, like I keep yeah. my pants on. But Pause. like, yeah. but every day I feel like I get exposed for not having good knowledge of, of stuff that happened pre 2000. Not yeah. full disclosure, I have been working on it. I've been watching some stuff in the 90s. 
I get back into the 80s, but I'm not a huge 80s yeah, guy. Yeah, you don't really got to go in the 80s. You know, but yeah. 90s, I've been, I've been doing my best. I watched the old TV shows. Obviously, huge, huge Seinfeld guy. Watched Sopranos. Yeah. All of that. But I want to get better at it. So, millennial movie review is I'm going to watch one of these classics, and I'll come in, and I'll tell you what I think about it. Yeah. So, I want to start it off with Friday. Friday has been something that you've been begging me to watch. Mm-hmm. Yoshi begged me to watch. Mm-hmm. Corey and Columbus begged me to watch. <laughs> you know, so I see the pattern. <laughs> I do see a pattern. I do see a pattern. And I feel like I gotta I gotta, you know. Yeah. We're trying to welcome you in, man. Yeah, we need you to get, get caught up on some things. Exactly. Exactly. So I'm gonna watch Friday tonight. Okay. I already told Jill. I told Walker, go to bed. <laughs> like, I don't got time. You know, I uh, there's nothing like I'll, I'll have NBA on my TV, on my on my on, the, on, the on phone, my on my on your computer. Laptop. Yeah, yeah, don't worry. We'll, we have money to make. But I promise you. Well it's only an hour and a half, so you even you started at eight, you're you're done at nine thirty. Perfect. So uh, I will watch Friday tonight and uh, tomorrow at four o'clock on uh, Convince Kelsey Day. I'll give a review of Friday. I like it. I'm looking forward to it. I like it. I'm looking forward. Now, to do it. I need to come up with movies, or you, do you want the audience to come up with something that you can watch, or are you just going to pick out random stuff you haven't seen? Well, I feel like Friday is a good first. That's one. a good start. Yeah. And then and then I feel like well, the names will come to us. We'll as, work it. Yeah. As we go, it doesn't have to I be, like it. It doesn't have to be every day. I don't know if I can watch a movie every single night. No, I wouldn't expect you to. <laughs> but no, you're not Joe DeCamera. You do have a life exactly yeah yeah again all these guys have times for so much stuff like the camera's like i'm doing a puzzle yeah i'm like what are you well he doesn't have a wife or kids i know he's just sitting in his apartment in the tub in the yeah on dirt is he, has, built. he has time to read books yes i mean, I mean who has time to read books i wake up with the kid I, you know whatever anyway anyway so uh, millennial movie review uh i will watch friday tonight tomorrow four o'clock i will right. give my recap of it my best snow day movie or snow day movie that i loved watching as a kid uh was the patriot with mel gibson that's a snow day movie? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> I feel like it was always on, dude. Like, it was always on FX or TNT on yeah. every snow day. It was like, bang, there's the Patriot. Yeah. Did you no. ever see the Patriot? Uh, no, but I know what it is. Yes. I, the Patriot is not the Patriot Games. No, it's not the Patriot That's game. different. No, it's Mel Gibson. Is I know like, what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, it's a war movie. It's a war movie. Yes. About 1776, yes. and, you know, he becomes a hero at the end. And it really, you know, gets fills you with pride. Yeah, I don't have a lot of interest in that. Really? No. I, 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 I like to all wars. Yeah, well, listen, uh, Platoon. Um, yeah, it's more Vietnam. I thought yeah. Well, yeah, it's still a war. For, for more. Uh, what's the other one? Pri- Save It, Private Ryan? Save It, Private Ryan's a great a classic. one. It's a great one. That's three hours, though. I know. That's a long one. And it also st- starts off hot. Ooh, they come in. <laughs> they come in blazing, don't they? It's a great movie, Storm though. Storm the Beach of Normandy, man. Yeah, it's a great movie. Nah, that's, a, that's a classic. 215-592-9494 to get in. You win a $50 Hooters gift card. Give us the best snow day movie. Uh, the Twitter question brought to you by Mark's Jewelers. Valentine's Day Shop Mark's Jewelers. Every purchase over $249 gets a free box of chocolates and a dozen roses online. Marks-Jewelers.com. Do you want the Eagles to pay Hassan Reddick this offseason or see what they can get in a trade? 70% say pay a Mike. Pay the man! 30% say trade him, which is the correct option. No, fans are smart, man. They've been on top of this all offseason. On top of what? Every poll that we put out there. Oh yeah, well it seems like I'm always on the uh, <laughs> yes, exactly the lesser side of, of the of the argument, which yes. is fine. Like whatever. I was right about last year's team too. So what? I'm I'm riding high. Ed's in Eleventown. What's happening, Ed? Hey, you guys are good. We're doing What's up, great, Ed? buddy. We're talking to you. Hey, rhetoric. Uh, Tatum. Tatum. Yes. He's a, he's a good play. He's a good player. 
Well, yeah, we know he's a good player. <laughs> but, 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 like, what is next year still Super Bowl or bust for you? Oh, no. I, I'm with you with uh, 25. So We're the, building 25. So then why are you, why are you paying Reddick then? So, you, so he can stay on the team and he – he can he can direct the younger players that we're gonna that we're gonna get you know in the uh, draft. Mm, yeah, I got you. I got you. I'm not sure. You know, I mean, obviously he's a good player, and I understand that. It's just what's the best thing going forward? Is it paying a guy uh, an edge rusher entering into his 30s 23 plus million dollars a year, or, or getting a pick and possibly trying to get a little younger in that spot? I don't know about 30 million. I, I don't know about that, but well, you know what? Right, I, I think I think they can come to a happy medium where he will want to stay because this is his town. Mm-hmm. It is his town. All right, man, Ed, what's man your man with the temple, man? What's your uh, what's your go to uh, snow day movie? Uh, are you ready? Yes, I, I got I got a little something. I'll, I have to. Uh-oh. We have to a little bit. Hey, you call yourself a salesman? Your name's Levine. <laughs> Put black coffee down. Coffee's for closers only. Do you know what, what, movie, what movie am I talking about? I have no I, idea. I have no idea. Are you kidding me? No. Critically acclaimed. What, what is it? Glen Gary, Glen Ross. Glen Gary. Can you can you please just say the name of the movie? Glen Gary, Glen Ross. Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. What the hell? It was critically acclaimed. It, was, it didn't make a big splash. Are you giving us trivia? No, what is the name <laughs> of the can movie? Just, can you just please name the, the movie? That's the name of the movie. Critically acclaimed? Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. I appreciate it. Good job, Francis. <laughs> Holy hell, man. <laughs> is that an actual movie? Yeah, it came out in 1992. Okay. Oh, it's got Kevin Spacey. It's got uh, Alec Baldwin and uh, and and uh, what's the guy's name? Scarface. I never even heard the movie Al Pacino. Al Pacino. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Really? What's it called again? <laughs> Glenn. Glenn Gary, but it's one. It's all one name. Glenn Gary and Glenn Ross. Glenn said, I thought he said Glenn Close. Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. <laughs> Glenn Gary. I forgot to uh, tell the callers to tell me their answer. First yeah. yeah, yes, yeah. Francisco, you know? Yes. Well, listen. We'll put that one in the mix. Okay. Neither of us have seen the movie, though. It's 1992. It's a, it's a big cast. I've never even heard of it. Yeah, you got some legends in there. It's a big cast for not really, you know, never, no one's ever really heard of it. But, eh, whatever. Maybe, I'm sure people have. I'm sure people have, yes. They're probably furious. Yeah, we're the idiots. Right yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go to uh, Mike and Erie. What's happening, Mike? Good, buddy. How you guys doing today? We're off to a great start here, Mike. What's up, brother? <laughs> um... I'm a little torn on this, Ike. You know, I'm, I appreciate that Hassan is a hometown guy and he wants to stay here. But, you know, September 22nd, he's going to turn 30. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think we can fetch better than a second for this guy. You know, he's been a double-digit guy for four years in a row. Mm-hmm. When uh, Denver traded Bradley Chubb, they got a first, a fourth, and a player, for Christ's sakes. I think we can do at least a first and a fourth. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Listen, if you can get a first and a fourth round pick for Hassan Reddick, then sure, go right ahead, trade him. Yes, sir. <laughs> I don't think you're getting that, but yeah. 
it all depends on what the market's going to say, but history will tell you, you know, some of these guys have got some. Well, Montez Sweat, Montez Sweat went for a second. Mm-hmm. Now, that was also he got a half a season, but the Bears stunk. You know, that's more about this year. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but Montez Sweat hasn't had a double-digit sack year in the last four years. So, you know, we're, we're talking about the now. So, so, right so here's now. what I would ask, Mike. Here, here's what I would ask. Yes, sir. Why are you punting on next season? Not punting because whatever draft capital we have, I'm sure Howie can spin it around. To get what? There's plenty of defensive ends coming up, plenty of outside linebackers. Yeah, there's plenty that comes out every year. How many have we gotten right? Howie doesn't draft linebackers, but he's going to have to change his way of thinking here, especially with Fangio on board. How about just defensive players in general? If you take up the amount of defensive players that we've drafted in the last 10 years versus the ones we've actually hit on that it became like starters or worth the value where they were drafted at, I don't think we would have very many. No, and I'll agree with you on that, Ike. But like I said, you know, he's going to have to change his way of thinking because our our second and third level of our defense have taken a beating. You know, I think I think we need to do something now. Well, I think you – I, I think – I, listen, I think you can do – both. See, it's not you. You don't have to get rid of Hassan Reddick to draft young players like that. You don't have to do that. You can extend Hassan Reddick and still draft those same young players. You're not drafting a guy this year that's going to be as good as Hassan Reddick. At least I don't believe that. Maybe they will. And if I'm wrong, I gladly admit. You're betting that they won't. <laughs> I was wrong, yes. But I don't think you're drafting a player that's going to give you what Hassan Reddick can give you. So two things. I, I, I would go for the draft pick, and that's fine. I just, Am I right for thinking this? It, it takes a little bit longer for edge rushers. In the, uh, coming out of the draft to to unless you're a top five guy like yeah unless Bosa. you're Will Anderson right Bosa Hutchison but they're not they're not going to get one of those guys they're going to get one of the well unless they can get up into the top five. well I mean they, uh, didn't the Cowboys get Demarcus Lawrence in the second round yes but I'm saying like first year you know what I mean yeah I don't I can't remember what he was like in his first year no I, you can you can find edge rushers I just want yeah. mean like. I feel like edge rushers generally take a little bit longer to make an impact. It's very rare, I feel like, day one, unless you're one of the top five guys. See, I disagree. If you have it – now, if you're – if you're, yeah, obviously, if you're a later draft pick, yeah, you're not going to come out the gates. Um, but that's what we're looking for. Are we looking for just average guys, guys we can put out there as a starter, or are we looking for difference makers? Hassan Reddick is a two-time pro bowler. Hmm? Four straight double-digit sacks. Those guys don't come around – very often. And those guys don't fall off trees. So, to your point, even if I were to get a young guy and he does turn out to be the guy eventually, well, when is that happening? We just took a guy who couldn't, he could barely get on the field this year. And don't tell me it's because of Hassan Reddick. If, 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 if Nolan Smith was ready to go, even as a situational pass rusher, he would have played as much as Derek Barnett did his rookie year. Mm-hmm. He would have had some type of impact out there. He could have very easily rotated with Josh Sweat as a pass rushing defensive end. Because they need, they needed, they needed the guy. They, they needed. needed somebody to step up. So if he could do it, they would have had him out there, and he would have contributed more. And maybe he's better next year. All that is still fine. What I'm saying is, is I don't believe that the Eagles will draft a guy that will be better than Hassan Reddick over the next two years. 
And, and who cares about the money? You're not, as long as it doesn't preclude you from paying anybody else. They, you know, rookies are paid on a rookie wage scale. So unless you're telling me I need to spend the money somewhere else and I'm going to get a corner or I'm trading for Patrick Sertan and then I'm giving him a long-term deal, okay, I can buy that. But as of now, I don't have that. So the bird in the hand is better than a bird without a hand? <laughs> 215. <laughs> Bird of the hand is better with the without a hand, bird? First of all, birds don't have hands. Oh, well, they got little those are feet. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think they got something. I guess the wings would be their the version of their hands. <laughs> so, this, this is why Spike has to get this, down. Yeah, this is why he texts us during the yeah, show because yeah. he hears us talk about stuff like this. Well, I feel like uh, I feel like birds might have hands, but regardless. Like birds don't have hands, man. But, what is wrong with you? No, but here's my thing. Bird in the hand is better than two in the bushes. Right, the bush talk. Yeah, no, I got you. No, I got you. No, I understand what you're saying. I understand I'm, we are in lockstep 100%. But where I was going with that is like, listen, I, if I had to bank on they're going to draft a guy as good as Hassan Reddick, I'm not banking on that. Okay. But I would rather I would rather get a draft pick. And then if you want to go pay a younger guy, mm-hmm. you want to go pay a Josh Allen. Okay. $105 million, whatever. Okay. You want to okay. Do, give me a 26-year-old, and then I can build with that guy. I, I, well, that's where we're going to meet middle ground. Well, look at us. This is called negotiating. <laughs> uh, I like the Bryce Huff kid up in up in New York. He's a free agent. He had 10 sacks last year. He's I don't want a Jet. Yeah, but listen, the Jets have a great defense. There's one thing they're actually pretty good at. It's, it's having some defensive players. So Send me send me sauce. Yeah, well, I don't think we're going to get sauce unless he asks out if Aaron Rodgers gets hurt again. You know, there, there's other paths here, and I would prioritize younger and thinking about after like listen it's not punning on 2024 i believe it is it's it's about it's not my main priority is 2024 like i I think that's too short-sighted think about 2025 and 2026 and moving on that way more than just paying us on right just punt on next season let's go to patrick and holmesburg what's happening pat hey what's going on guys you and joe i just with the whole harrison riddick thing on what? What's going on with the phones today? I think they should uh, sign him again. Oh, okay. Keep him I think they should sign Harry Critics for another year and keep him. Well, it's, he's already I, under contract for another year, so he wants an extension. So can we say can we say give him a two or three year extension? I mean, three years is a little much. Uh, two years, I would definitely agree. Well, the final, yeah, the final year is a is a like a dummy year anyway. It don't even really matter. Mm-hmm. I right. mean, with the draft too. You got Trotter Jr. coming up as a linebacker. I think that would be um. Yep. The Eagles could definitely do something to move up or anything. Well, he's going to be trade. a second rounder. They they probably won't have to move up for him. Right. We might have to in the second round. Might have to in the second round. Patrick, who's your uh, what's your go-to snow movie? Snow Day movie. Uh, Happy Gilmore. Good yeah. classic. Ooh. Yeah, Happy Gilmore's a good one. That is a classic. Yeah, the the uh It's easy watching. One that we all know. One that we all know, 100%. <laughs> not, good, not, I was getting ready to say we all on the same page with Happy Gilmore. Who who had a better who had a better run? Uh, Sandler in the 90s or Will Ferrell in the 2000s? Oh, Will Ferrell. Man, really? Bill, I would go Sandler. Yeah. Billy nah. Madison. See, I didn't like a lot of those. Some of those movies I didn't like. Too goofy for you? Yeah. yeah I, my dad it, hated Adam yeah, Sandler. Yeah, Adam Sandler, is, it, it, it's an acquired taste. It definitely is. Yeah, so I, I can't tell you when he's really playing the same character in every movie. <laughs> yeah. Him um, and Jim Carrey have acquired taste. Yeah, too. and it's funny because I'm a Jim Carrey guy. I yeah. actually love Jim Carrey. Interesting. Truman Show? Come on, man. Truman Show? Uh, Dumb and Dumber? Bruce Dumb Almighty? Dumb and Dumber? Come on, man. Well, Bruce Almighty, I'm not necessarily. See, you got to understand. Like, when I watched Bruce Almighty, it was so cool. It was like in 2003 as a 
as a nine-year-old, right? Ten-year-old. No, you're right. You are. You are. Yeah, I was in already. The NFL. Again, yeah. Doctor Doolittle's my Eddie Murphy. <laughs> yes. Like you I got, don't even, and I have never even seen Doctor Doolittle. You got raw. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I got. Balls, doc, I know. Man. Relax. Relax. I got Doctor Doolittle. You know. I got raw. You got. Uh, I got Shrek. <laughs> Shrek was good. Shrek was I love Shrek. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was more. Of, I was more of a. Uh, I would go Will Ferrell over Adam Sandler. I, I think. I, that, you, come on, man. Old, old school anchor man, what? What else? He's in Wedding Crashers. Wedding Crashers, yeah, because he he's the uh, he's the the Grand Poobah at the end. Uh, Step Brothers, Talladega Nights, Talladega Nights, Semi Pro. Come on, man, good ones, good yeah, ones, good ones. I know. I, I'll go Farrell too. I'll go Farrell. There too. you go. Yeah, two one five five nine two ninety four ninety. Bailed on you that quick, Franny. Well, no, I was always going to say Farrell. I think it's oh, an interesting, okay. interesting topic to yes. bring up. Who dominated more? Although I was a huge Happy Gilmore. Mr. Deeds. Well, he had uh, the Bobby Boucher. And Bobby. Oh, yeah, Waterboy. Water Come yeah, on, Water man. Waterboy was a classic, yes. Uh, you had, uh, what was the one with the devil? Little we're, Nicky. We're taking all the names, too. Oh, right, of all the 90s. <laughs> movies. Good job, guys. Good job. <laughs> so that's a complete oversight, and that's 100% on me. You can listen. You can throw them in the mix. We'll, we'll, yes, we'll, we'll, we'll still take them. We'll still take them. It's okay. 215-592-9494 is how you get in. Do you want the Eagles to pay Hassan Reddick and give us your go-to snow day movie for a chance to win a $50 Hooters gift card? On the other side, Elliot Shore Parks will join us next. What will he do? What was his biggest uh, Eagles-related takeaway from the Super Bowl? And a whole lot more. Elliot Shore Parks coming up next on the afternoon show on Sports Radio 94 Hey, tackle your hunger with the Philadelphia original. Of course, I'm talking about my friends at Dietz and Watson. Enjoy endless sandwich combos with freshly sliced meats, cheeses, condiments, and don't forget about their protein pack Dietz Nuts Meat Snacks. <laughs> Pause. There's something for everyone in the family. Head to DietzandWatson.com to find a local retailer near you and grilling recipes and put Dietz and Watson at the top of your shopping list. Dietz and Watson. Premium meats and artisan cheeses since 1939. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. 3 o'clock here on Sports Radio 94 WYP. Jack Fritz and Ike Reese. And every Tuesday at 3 o'clock, we bring on our guy, Elliot Shore Parks. Parks is always sponsored by BQ Basements and Concrete, Foundation Repair, Basement Waterproofing, and Crawl Space Experts. Call today for a free inspection to book your appointment. Go to basementsbybq.com. What's happening, Elliot? What up? How you guys doing? Well, just, ESP. just drama-free in Eagles land. It per, always is. Per, per usual. Only they could steal some version of what's been like the most talked Super Bowl of the past few years. Steal yeah. some of that thunder away. Yeah, it's a quiet offseason. So yeah. uh, we'll get obviously into the Super Bowl, but what's your reaction to everything that's gone on uh, this weekend and today with Hassan Reddick? Yeah, so I, I think that this is a problem that's obviously been going on for over a year. Um, I think it's a problem they should have solved last year by signing Hassan Reddick to an extension last offseason. No, you um, can't do You couldn't have done that. No, you absolutely could have. No. He was over halfway through his contract last year. So, or right around it. So, you, I think they should have done it last year. But regardless, they are where they are. And what I think first, before like my opinion on what they should do, 
I believe the Eagles want Hassan Reddick back. I don't I don't think this is like they want the player gone. They don't think he's that good. They don't think he's good in the locker room. I don't think it's any of that. But I do think they're willing to lose him. Like I, I, I don't think if he does if he finds an offer that's more than what they're willing to pay and that team is willing to trade something of value to the Eagles, Hassan Reddick will be gone. And I don't think Hassan Reddick wants out of Philadelphia either. I think Hassan Reddick would rather stay here. He's moved around a bunch in his career already. He's played arguably his best football here in Philadelphia. He's from home. But I think these sides for over a year have been unable to come to an agreement on what type of on what the contract would look like. And I understand why. Like Hassan Reddick is not an easy player to sign. When he was a free agent two years ago, he didn't get as much money as people thought, considering he was a premium position coming off back to back double digit sack seasons. And now that he's had two more, you would look and go, okay, he's a twenty five million, thirty million a year player. But players at his position at his age do not get million a year. Of the top 10 edge rushers right now in the NFL, only one in terms of pay, only one of them is only over 27. Hassan Reddick is going to be 30 when the season begins. So if I'm the Eagles... I understand somewhat of saying like, look, you're 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 too old for this at this point. Like, it, it's unfortunate how his career has pay, played out in terms of pay, but it is what it is at this point. And I also understand Hassan wanting to look around. So, I think this ultimately, you know, still could end with them them him staying. But I do think it's a complicated situation. I don't think it's cut and dry. Like he's definitely gone. Yeah, it has to be the money aspect of this. How much they're willing. How much more they're willing to give? How much does does he want? How much is he willing to meet them sort of halfway? I think that's where cooler heads will prevail. Because telling me he's too old, that didn't stop them from re-signing Jason Kelsey. Didn't stop them from bringing back uh, Brandon or, or, or Fletcher or Bradbury or Slay. Didn't stop them from bringing back any of those guys and paying them. So I don't think the age is why he won't be back. I think age is what the issue is when well, it comes to the said contract. Old several well, he, times. he is. Yeah, I mean, for he's thirty, yeah, they, right? Yeah, okay, yeah, and I'm telling you, they re-signed guys at 33, 34, 35. Yeah, but they, but they didn't give him besides Kelsey top of the market deals. Well, Fletcher got like fourteen, fifteen. Fletcher got fourteen, so he wasn't far off. But the great defensive tackles get more than that. When we were just talking about Javon Hargrave got twenty last year. I, I don't I don't know what Hassan is asking for. I don't know if he's asking for great defensive end money. Mm-hmm. I don't know what he's asking for, so I'm not going to assume he wants to be paid like he's a top five defensive right. end in the league. Yeah, if he's asking for $25, $30 million, yeah, of course they're not going to do that. But if he's asking for a pay raise that somehow makes him feel appreciated mm-hmm. for what he's done and what he can continue to do, I don't see why the Eagles wouldn't do that. We're supposed to be in the business of retaining good football players. I don't care about draft picks. We've had draft picks every year. We get draft picks every year and don't draft great defensive players. So why would I let go of a player that's still productive right now? Yeah, so I would pay Hassan Reddick, like without question. You got to pay him something, right? And and here's the the part of this, too. The Eagles have put themselves in this situation where Hassan Reddick is a player they cannot afford to lose. And how did they put themselves in this situation? Nolan Smith gave you nothing last year. Brandon Graham, great player, important to be on the team. He's not really like a top three edge rusher at this point. Jordan Davis has given you nothing when it comes to rushing the passer. Patrick Johnson is still on this roster. Great great special teams player, not not a pass rusher. So even if we weren't talking about 
without losing Hassan Reddick. We would be sitting here and saying they have to go add and add and rusher. Add, add right? rusher so, yes. And they have no playmakers at safety, no playmakers at linebacker. Their sa- their their um cornerback position is an interesting one. So they cannot afford to lose Hassan Reddick because of their own mistakes. Yes. Like they have put themselves in a yep. situation where Hassan can say, "This is what I want," and I, I think the Eagles are playing with fire by letting him seek a trade. Like if you lose him, this defense is in major major trouble. Well, he is he is the best player on the defense besides maybe Slay. But at the same time, but then, but you are still in the mindset of. And by the way, I agree with everything you just said. Yeah, co- I, no, I got him to come over to this side. Yeah, he was cooking. Yes, right he was cooking there. All right, well, let's bring it back to reality. Okay. Because because you are still in the mindset that next year is a Super Bowl window year. Like, yes. They, yes. Do you want them to? Pri- would you rather them prioritize twenty twenty four or twenty twenty five and beyond? 2024. Because Why? I think the biggest misconception in the NFL is that you can't prioritize the next season all the time. The Eagles are going to have probably around 30 or $40 million in cap space. Hassan Reddick has the the highest cap space, uh, the, sorry, the highest cap hit on the team next season. If you re-sign him, you probably save another $10 million by lowering that, right? You have three picks in the first two rounds. You have a franchise quarterback that's only 25 or 26. Like To look to 2025 would basically be saying you don't believe in Jalen. Like if if you're gonna look to 2025, wow. then trade Jalen because it's all about next year. No, that's the truth. If you're gonna punt a season with Jalen as it's your not quarterback, punting a season, it's you're not, yeah, it is. It's not, you're not paying an edge rusher thirty plus like twenty five million dollars for what? All right, to do what next year? Okay. To do what? To get you double digits. They were one in six right. with him on the field okay. too. All right. Remember last year when we were doing the running back debate, yes. and, and, yeah. and and I agreed with you guys on it. And your whole thing was he's not a running back; he's an offensive weapon, yep. right? Hassan Reddick, you keep saying edge rusher, right? But Hassan Reddick is the best player on the defense. Like, forget position oh. title. Hassan Reddick is the one that yes. changes plays, and he's the one that oh, wins. Oh, he changed the- so many plays in the, in the last six weeks well, of then the it, season. Well, then, by, yes, by, by, by that logic, then get rid of everybody. Sure. Who okay. do you want, who do you want <laughs> back on the but defense? But that's what I'm saying. Who do you want back on the No, no, I'm talking about the whole team, because Jalen was, was on the roster when the season fell apart. Huh? AJ was, Devontae but was, Kelsey was. he wanted to trade AJ already. He right, I know you're but already out But the main part of the collapse was the defense became the worst in the league. But that wasn't Hassan Reddick's fault. Of course, not Hassan Reddick's fault. Yeah. But also, why am I paying a premium price for a guy who was also a part of one of the worst defenses we ever seen? Because here? he's a premium player. You pay a premium price <laughs> for a premium player. And it, and also, like for next year, we all agree. Like this conversation aside, we all agree the most important thing is to get Jalen back to who Jalen is. Right. Yes. That also starts with making sure Hassan Reddick is on the roster. Right. By making your defense better, making it so your offense isn't always in a bad position, making so Jalen doesn't have to score thirty-five points to win games. So I. Get Get your point about like paying Hassan Reddick at 30 years old is maybe not the best use of resources, but they have put themselves in the situation where they have to. But do you it. can also pay a younger guy. Who? Like Josh Allen. Okay, is not the quarterback. The, the, the Jag, <laughs> the Jags defensive end, who's a free agent. Okay, so first of all, I would be surprised if Josh Allen hits the free agency market. But but if he does, yes, go out and sign Josh Allen. I'm fine with Josh. That. The, the Bryce Huff, I brought him up. He's he had ten sack last year. For right. the Jets in like a, a similar role. And you think these guys are going to hit free agency? I think Bryce Huff will. Yeah. Okay. He's, he's undrafted, so yeah. Right. Uh, I mean, the Jets, I would assume, are going to try to resign him. Maybe, but, but, they have but I guess a lot what of I'm saying is, so so you're taking resources from Hassan Reddick and just, and just swap. Else. The player, right? Yeah. Like, or a younger player. Yeah, but Hassan's already here, and also you right, don't but know. He's also getting older. But you don't know if you can get those guys. Like uh, I get sure. your, Like if you told me you could swap Josh Allen for Hassan Reddick at the same price, and he's four years younger. Younger. I yeah, get that. I'm I all get, in on Josh but, Allen. But, but, by I understand. The way. That. But, but here's the other thing. Why? Like <laughs> yeah. why not both? 
Like, in all seriousness, this team has all the cap space in the that? world. They can do whatever oh, they, they want. all the cap space like, in they, the world. We, they, they have, oh, they're going to have, like, 30 or $40 million in cap space. That is enough to, well, for how Well, well Devontae might be taken up by part of that. Yeah, that'll Landon take about $6 million. There's another $4 million. Well, from maybe. You, you can throw yeah, it out there. Have you ever seen the Eagles sign a, sign a player in the first year the cap hit is the average of the, the deal? I don't do cap. Well, but I'm, I'm trying to explain <laughs> Well, yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. he's good at this. Right. Yes. So the point I'm making is this team is not into position to be getting rid of talent. They need to add talent. And they have they have the ability to do that. Like, yes. I, well, and again, I started by saying I understand it's complicated with Hassan. He's 30. He's going to want 25. But realistically, if you look at players his age at signed deals, they're more at where he's already at. Like, mm-hmm. Hassan's going to get $14 million next year. Now, none of that's guaranteed. So I understand why he yeah, wants to Yeah, he wants a deal. little guaranteed money. Yeah. And, I, and I get that. But the Eagles are not resourced, like, short. They have tons of draft picks, tons of cap space. They have players that if they wanted – like they could move. I don't think that's a way to add talent. But this team, the problem last year wasn't an influx of talent. Like it wasn't like last year on defense, we were sitting here and going, they have too much talent. They didn't have enough talent. Right. So if you're getting rid of Hassan Reddick, how's that how's helping that help your you? team? Because it's not just about Hassan Reddick. It's about getting another player on the edge rusher that's maybe a bit younger. It's about going and getting a quarterback. It's about getting. But uh, you can linebacker. do all those things while also paying Hassan. I think the the argument for paying Hassan is first of all, if you trade him, he t- it's a twenty million dead cap hit. So you're losing cap space. By getting rid of him, number I, one. Can I just can I get, get uh, ran out of the way? Can we? The dead cap drives me nuts. I agree like, with you. Why, like, this, but <laughs> yeah, I don't even it, try to. It, can, it ruins yeah. conversation. I assume it Elliot ruins, knows what he's talking but the, about. But I but trust the point him. I, but the point I'm trying to make <laughs> like, is I trust him. There's I a know. there's a financial benefit to keeping Hassan Reddick. Like like I understand people are saying don't give him 25 million dollars a year, but realistically you're going to open up cap space this year to then mm-hmm. make your team even better. So I like your idea about Bryce Huff. He's young. He, I think he's on. Obviously his defense was great last year, but he hasn't played for a contender like I think he would be a good signing but you can go and get both that's what I'm saying like you are not resource short here you have enough resources to go and keep Hassan Reddick while also going and add more talent and by the way it's not Josh off so I'm gonna take a deep breath. Yeah. It's Bryce off, not Josh off. Man, uh, the chip is. <laughs> Josh off was horrible. Two one five five nine two nine. You could use him as a kick return to, to get in on that. Elliot, I'm curious. What was your biggest Eagles related takeaway from the Super Bowl? I think I'm in on the CEO head coach. That was my biggest takeaway from that. Wow. Given that there's no CEO type head coach in the yeah, Super Bowl? Yeah, exactly. Well, it's probably saying Shanahan needs to be Shanahan, a CEO. Shanahan, yeah. Like, I hear all the time, especially <laughs> yes. from you yeah. and other callers, like, oh, Shanahan's offense. Look at all this motion. Look at look. And I'm not dismissing that completely. But when it came to make the biggest decision of the game, he blew it. And why is that? Because you heard their players. Like, they weren't really aware of the rules. Da, 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 da. How about that? Now, Andy does do both. But Andy's also the best head coach of all time. So I can't use him as one of the a, best coaches. He is the best head coach of all time. So I, I can't use him as the example. But Shanahan is why I think like the Eagles might have this right. And I could be wrong because I've always said the play caller should be your top, uh, like your head coach. What it really might be is you need your best offensive mind to be your head coach so you don't lose him. But you allow him to do other things because Shanahan blew that by how he handled the uh, overtime call. And I guarantee you if the Eagles are in that situation, the, that Nick and the analytics staff and all that, like they would have had the right decision to be made there. Yeah, I guess I'd just still rather take all the positives of Shanahan and and say, hey, maybe the game management stuff isn't great. Like, but the you're game not, management you're not stuff, getting Shanahan. But the game it, management stuff is why he hasn't won a saying, He's saying, yeah, that, that may be what has caught. Well, well, also his quarterback is. Well, no. It, 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 well, in the, in the, in his the quarterback game. might be better than yeah, Nick's in the, quarterback. In the game in Atlanta, managing the game, the 28-3 to league. 
All Elliot is saying is that when you're when you're not in charge of the play calling, you have the ability to actually plan ahead and think of these things, these mm-hmm. things, because that's what you're really concerned with. Right. Is, is, is those things. So maybe Shanahan knows at that point, you know what? He, he has a Mike McDaniels calling his plays, so he knows to take the ball. Well, I mean, and, to kick the ball off in overtime. And not only that, so a lot of the talk about this decision in overtime was talked about in the preseason, right? Like Andy said, they had a lot of meetings about yeah. how to handle it there. Like uh, Shanahan said they had talked about it, but obviously he made the wrong decision. I think it might be a positive that when it comes to the Eagles head coach, he'll be spending his time thinking about those things. Like having a meeting about situational football. Having a meeting about what I'm going to do to manage the game in those spots. Oh, you best believe everybody's going to go over that situation now. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Day one. And, yeah, that we and saw it was Sunday. definitely the wrong call. Like, I, you clearly should have uh, kicked the ball there. I will say, I don't think the, the commanders or giants need to worry about practicing it. Like, you know, <laughs> right. I mean, this is this is an easy. The playoff overtime rules. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't you guys worry about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Just focus on being competitive. <laughs> but but I do think the Super Bowl showed the importance of having a head coach that can manage a game. And while Nick needs to get better at it, like, Nick was not good managing the game last and year. And they weren't a great situation. They, they were yeah. not. So, like, Nick has to improve on that. Not, I disagree with a lot of his decisions. But now he can focus f- fully on that. And look how far Big Red has come. He was labeled with being a terrible game manager throughout his career, mm-hmm. early in his career. Well, and for what it's worth— Well, worth- no, even the, the, the game when they lost to the Patriots— when Doug came here as the head coach, oh yeah, and, and yeah. managing the, the time, Doug was answering questions about it at his introductory press <laughs> yeah. conference. Did you like his explanation that day? No, it was no. terrible. But yeah. to to Ike's point, like Andy's the best head coach of all time. But Andy's not good at the game management, right? He just is very good at offense. He's good at developing quarterbacks. Like he, had, there's other positives there. But Andy, all Andy would probably have five or six Super Bowls if he was better at managing this stuff. <laughs> yeah. So well, I do think I have one of those. Yeah. Yeah. You'd have, have a few. Yeah, you'd have a few <laughs> ring, rings on your hand. Yeah. I'd take one. One. Yeah. Just one. Yeah, just one. one. Yeah. Just one. Uh, let's go to uh, OG Wade and Chester. OG, are you off Twitter and, and, and getting back to reality yet or what? What's up, fellas? How are you doing today? Hey, what up, OG? OG. Here you go with this phone. Here again. we go. OG. OG Wade. What, did he get a new phone? Can you hear me? Yeah, we got you back. We got you back. What's up? I said, unless Elon Musk put me in Twitter jail again, then I'll be off. <laughs> but I can handle these punks. You know okay. what I'm saying? So you're, you're talking guys. a little crazy on Twitter today. Well, I can because I'm a, I can do it and I can back it up, so it's not mm. really. Well, do crazy. me a favor. Stop tagging me. <laughs> Every time I, I open I, Twitter, I see Ike tagged in an OG way. Yeah, why are you <laughs> tagging me in all the tweets? I don't know. I I don't know what I'm doing for real. Y'all give me too much damn credit. I don't know why y'all take me serious and thinking I know what the hell I'm doing. I don't. No, I'm just saying. All of a sudden, you're arguing with someone else on Twitter, and I'm a part of it. Like I'm I'm included in the the timeline of the argument. I hate that too. When people do it to me, it's a dude's argument that I don't even know. Like what the hell? Listen, man. What you got for us? Yes. On the Hassan Reddick thing, right? Mm -hmm. I agree with damn near all of y'all. But here's what people got to stop doing. Stop saying that where are you going to get a better plan? It's not really – we all can admit that you're not just going to go out and get a better player than Hassan Reddick if you trade him. So, like, right away, you're not. Mm-hmm. Okay? That's a fact. But here's another fact. If you have a player that is unhappy with his pay situation and you're not able to give him what he wants, then the best move is to move him because you don't want an unhappy player that don't want to be here 
playing for your team. Yeah, and, 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 and well, no, G, real quick, just to that point, like that's why I think this whole discussion was what the Eagles are willing to pay Hassan. The real question is, what are the other teams willing to pay Hassan? Because if he goes out and he finds out that X team will give him, let's say, twenty-two million a year, then all right, then then the Eagles have a problem because then if you don't trade him, he knows there's more money out there for him. But if he goes out there and there's not really great offers, and you know, then I think the Eagles are in a great position where he knows that he had a chance to go and basically hit free agency, and he didn't get anything more than what the Eagles were willing to. Pam. Yeah, so what I'm willing to what I if I'm the Eagles, what I'll be willing to give him is twenty million a year. I would give him a three year extension, you know what I'm saying, and give him whereas though he's 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 earning twenty million a year. I think that's fair and it's not too much because it's not and, and, and another thing too, just because other player teams are paying them these uh DNs high I don't care what you do with your damn money. You can be a fool with yours. Don't mean I got to follow you down the fool uh, damn uh, uh, road no. and, and overpay a player neither. You know what I'm saying? Well, I don't know but, if it's uh, foolish to overpay an edge rusher. <laughs> listen, uh, it's foolish to play, overpay any player. OG you know Wade, let yeah. me ask you this. Let me ask you this. What are your expectations for the Eagles next year? My expectations is kind of unexpected because you know why? I need to see this damn defense not give up 30 points. I'm asking you, OG, okay, put it this way. What do you want the Eagles to do next year? We're asking whether or not whether or not they should be trying to go win the Super Bowl next year. And I don't mean just by try hard and effort. I mean by actually acquiring players that will help you do that like they've done with their last two Super Bowl trips. They're not sitting around waiting for young players to develop through the draft. So what would you prefer the Eagles to do to approaching the 2024 season? I would prefer them to work a deal out with Hassan Reddick to keep him on his team. That's number one. Mm-hmm. I also want to see Nolan Smith play a hell of a lot more than he has. I already know what this kid is going to be. So what, what, what is that? What, what is he going to be? He can he can be a star. If you got, you got to have an eye for the talent, uh, Jack. And if you don't, I can't help you with that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. I can look. I like when he tripped Smith. the guy on the end around at the end of the year instead well, of tackling him. When he sack, when you got a player that can sack a quarterback and choose the move that he wants to do in which to sack him, that is special. He which player is that? He had one sack last year. No, he had. A, didn't he have a sack in a playoff game? I do not. Wasn't believe. that a sack against Ooh. Baker Mayfield? All right, well, he maybe had two then. No, no, no. Did you see the way that he did it? It was playful. He ran on the side of him like a damn cowboy wrapped up a damn coat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and just Nolan's talking about Nolan Smith. Are you are you watching the game? No, Nolan Smith has upside. I agree with you. I just yeah. think that he didn't play last year for a reason. He was a first round pick. Like there was a re- another thing. I hate to hear people say what you just said. Why? It's, he, it's a reason why. No, sometimes the damn coaches can be wrong. Well, the coach could be wrong. I agree, but the coaches but, agreed that last year he was not worthy of being on the field more. No, that's not. You can agree all you want, but what I'm saying to you, just the fact that they agree to it, don't make it right. I, what yeah, I would yeah. like to see, I would like Nolan Smith's play to tell me that he can't play. I don't want to see him sitting on the damn sideline chewing some damn uh, sunflower seeds, and for me to assume, oh, he must can't play because they're not planning. I've seen too many coaches in this league be wrong about a player. That I know for certain. Okay. okay. What's your what's your uh, what's your go to snow day movie? Put him on the field and let me and show me you can't play. First round damn pick. You got to be out your damn mind. <laughs> All right. What, what's your go to <laughs> snow day movie, OG? 
Uh, heat. I like that heat, man. I like I like gunfire, man. Come on. Man. I know you do. Yeah. I, know. I see your Twitter account. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate it, OG. There he goes. I wonder how many of these movies both me and Jack will have seen. Combined? Yeah. 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 I You're not a heat. big movie guy? you never I, seen I like heat? movies. I've never, I don't even know what heat is. It's with De Niro. Okay. Yeah, I haven't wow. seen it. But I've That's not a seen classic, it. not a big brother. De Niro guy. Oh my God! Honest. How could you not be a big? I mean, like, how much? It's Bobby D. Yeah, I mean, he's had a great career. I respect him, but I'm not like, let me put on a Robert De Niro. Movie. Well, again, his best roles in Meet the Parents. Yeah, I was just gonna say that his is my that is my favorite. That, that is my favorite Robert De Niro well, movie. Again, like you guys, again, this is as we continue to work our way through the culture gaps here, or the or the age gaps here. Right. Like Ike has Deer Hunter. He has Taxi. He has Casino. Yes. All those movies. My De Niro is easily <laughs> Meet the Parents for sure. Yeah, I like. I think that's the only movie bad I grandpa. Bad, I haven't seen grab, bad grandpa. Bad, bad grandpa. Bad, what is bad, that? bad grandpa was horrible. Meet the parents is Meet an parents all, is all time comedy. All time comedy. Yeah, it's a good snow day one. Yeah. What's your go to snow day? Well, movie? I was gonna ask like, what defines snow day? A snow day. Like you're well, sitting any home. movie you would watch. Like if, right. if you're snowed in. Okay. You want me to say that? Watch his name a movie. Okay. Well, I got a few that are coming to my mind. I love Apollo 13. Oh wow! You ever seen that? No. I would not have guessed that. Yeah, well, yeah. I didn't peg you. It's Tom Hanks, Apollo right? 13. Yeah, yeah. Tom Hanks, I, I, I'll, that's a movie where I'll definitely stop and and if it's, it's on. It's, 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 Titanic, obviously. That's not a Snow Day movie. It's too serious for a Snow it's Day. It's long, and though. it's too long for a Snow Day. Yeah. Um, Talking like no, Titanic is a great Snow a Day snow movie. Day? Yes. I don't know. The whole it's a snow day. You're in right, the house. In the We're house. Like, where are you going? Yeah. <laughs> you work through multiple movies. Titanic's a one and done. Uh, forgetting Sarah Marshall. It is kind of For, one and done. Forgetting Sarah Marshall is fantastic. Great movie. That's Never another one. I, oh, you haven't seen that? No. See, this is, yeah. Is that like Aaron Brockovich? No, it's that was a great movie. It's Jason Siegel and uh, yeah, it's like in Mila the same Kunis. vein as like Super Bad and Forty Year Old Virgin. Yeah, but it's a good story. Yeah, it's good. Big, yeah. big forgetting Sarah Marshall guy. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four is how you get in. On the other side, a trip down memory lane with Elliot to earlier this season. How mm. is that interaction aged? And a thoughts on the Sixers <laughs> and their big win last night where they might have saved the season. Don't miss all of that coming up on the afternoon show. By the way. OG just wiggled out of that. He, he, did. he, he didn't tell us what he wants the Eagles to do next year or anything. He no, said he, he had unexpected yeah, or something like that. I don't think that's a word. Yeah. And, and, and a lot of pressure. Who are we to talk? No, no, no. Well, also, if OG believed in Jalen, he would have said the expectation is a super. Exactly. Bowl. Like, we can we can beat around the bush all we want. What your expectation next for year speaks directly to how much you believe in Jalen. Completely agree. Correct. And that's why I'm all in. Uh, sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, we'll be back on the, uh, on the afternoon show on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Valentine's Day is days away. What are you getting your special lady? Well, gentlemen, I have the answer for you. Mark's Jewelers has a special offer that will make this the best Valentine's Day ever. It's easy. You pick out a gift for $249 or more, and Mark's Jewelers is going to give you a dozen roses and chocolates for free. Now, imagine a smile on her face when you give her jewelry, candy, and roses. Supplies are limited, so you need to hurry in to Mark's Jewelers in Montgomeryville, Mount Laurel, or online at marks-jewelers. Welcome back. It is the afternoon show. Tuesdays with Elliot. Elliot Shore Parks in the building today. Uh, big win by the boys last night out in Cleveland. They saved the season, Elliot. They're back. Reason to believe again. It was a nice win. It was. It was. It was. A, it was. I mean, the Cavs were like, what, 17-1 and one in their last 18 games? Yeah. They had won nine straight. Yeah. They had won nine straight. I took the points. I know. It was 11 and a half. Did you, did you, you ready to tell people your, your betting strategy last night? Yeah. <laughs> So here's, here's, here's my strategy last night with right. the NBA. I took the majority of road teams plus okay. points. 
plus the points, unless the road team was favored. And so I like a parlay, you're saying? Yeah. Okay. So here's why, the reason why. why. Okay. Super Bowl Sunday, most of the home teams watch the Super Bowl with family and friends, oh. a lot more drinking. Hangover. Yes. I like it. Whereas the road teams, whatever city they were in, they pretty much watched the Super Bowl at the hotel with right. the rest of the... Or even just chilling in the room. Yeah. 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 I like well, so, how to do how to go for you. You had big returns, right? Not really. <laughs> the logic is good, though. It's like the process. You know, the, 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 the intent was good, even if the outcome, maybe. So here's the thing. I actually did hit on all the spreads. What I lost on was I did a couple over-under games. Mm. Over-unders are tough for me. And you know? they are. Yeah. They are. The, I, whenever I'm adding an over-under to a parlay, I know I've gone too far. So here was my thought process with that. <laughs> Again. The whole Super Bowl hangover right, thing. Not a lot of points. Not a lot of shots going down. You can have all-star game coming up. Yeah. Atlanta and the Bulls kind of screwed me. <laughs> of all yeah. the teams. Yes, too. of all the teams. <laughs> Missing like half their guys. They put up two, 260 points combined last wow. night. The over-under, I believe, was 245. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think it was probably close to 260. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, well, so, the Sixers, how much did the Sixers end up with last night? Would they have like one? 123. Yeah. So... Yeah. Which is shocking very without him being. Very, very, very <laughs> yeah. quick on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had that right there. I was locked yeah. in. Uh, I know, yeah. I know. Yeah, like, but he, listen, football season is over with, man. I'm like, now the Sixers are what I'm looking at every night. Now. I can't believe that 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 Garland shot didn't go in at the end. Oh, I know. Well, someone had him for four threes. <laughs> that's that's how you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course, he wasn't gonna miss, wasn't gonna make that shot. Um, B- Buddy Heald, five threes last night. Yeah, I just. I, when we mentioned this on the podcast, like, and I'm curious your thoughts on this. Obviously, listen to Clap Your Hands, number one six available. Podcast. Yeah, yeah, everywhere you get your podcast. But I thought I think it's interesting the development that's going on between between Maxi and Heald. It's an interesting point you made because I thought I thought last night Buddy had like that alpha look to him, mm-hmm. and I wonder if he's going to start trying to be the alpha and might take away from Maxi. Because I don't think Maxi has the the alpha in him. Well, if he doesn't, then we want Buddy to do sit there and let let the team lose every night. I know, but like Maxi's supposed to be the 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 second best player in the team. He's supposed to be stepping up and you know kind of carrying them while Embiid is out. Mm-hmm. It kind of felt last night that Buddy was like, "This is this is my show." Uh, it's only one game, so but it's something well, I'm kind I, of monitoring. I think since going he's forward. gotten here, Buddy has arrived with the the uh, personality. I think on the court of like, I'm here for this to be my team. I think since he's gotten here, he shoots when he gets it. Like, I agree. Okay, with that. let me ask this before I, before I, I jump to conclusions. Are you guys saying this is a negative? Or I you, like you, it. Okay. Yeah, I think it's what they need. Right. Okay. I don't, I don't love it because okay. I, I want Maxi to, to to be the second best guy, and I, I think the more you put on Buddy's shoulders, I'm not sure you get great results out. of But it. you have been getting the results for for three games. Yeah. Yeah. He's only played three I games. Know. Well, and they're one and two for what it's worth. Two and one. They're two and one. Oh, yeah, my bad. Two and one. Yeah, big Wizards win. You're right. Yeah, big Wizards win. You're right. Uh, I'm only saying this because, A, I think Buddy Hill is going to be here in the future. I think they're going to resign him. Yes, I do believe they're going to resign him. Um, you don't come out and say we got the best player at the at the trade deadline. Then talk about the, how many threes he's hit in the history right. of the game and all this stuff. And they can go over the cap to sign. Yes. Yeah. So I, I think that trade was made with the idea they want to put him with Embiid eventually mm-hmm. as an outside shooter that can spread the floor and create some space. Um, I'm liking what I'm seeing. I think Maxi is trying to figure out how to play with these guys. And the thing I like about Maxi is that he is a selfless player. That's one. Two, he does have the ability to turn it on and start being aggressive. 
He was, he was able to do that last night. You know, he has a habit of sitting back and letting guys try to get going yeah. their, their, themselves. And then he'll, because he has the ball so much, he can get his own offense going at times. Hit some nice mid-range jump shots last night. That was, that was good to see. Well, the one to kind of put it out of reach was not – it wasn't out of reach because the Sixers kind of choked it. Yeah. But he had a little – it looked yeah, like that he traveling, Yeah, he had a traveling thing he did, the James <laughs> yeah. Harden move. Yeah. 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 No, I like the one where he drove right and pulled up at the right elbow and hit like a little free yeah. throw, free throw elbow shot. He's good at creating space on yeah. for a so, little guy. So I say that to say I think Maxi is doing a great job as the quarterback out there right now. And you got to let these guys get comfortable because guess what, Maxi, Embiid ain't coming back anytime soon. Yep. You're going to need these guys to feel confident about when they can shoot. And I even saw a little bit more out of Buddy. See, I didn't know Buddy had all that, had all of that in his bag. Yeah, yeah, left hand layup. Buddy's right. a scorer. Yeah, like, I like Buddy. I've always envisioned more as just a three point shooter. Yep. He had a little bit more to his to his uh, bag. That's, that's always really been asked to do. I yeah. mean, out in Sacramento, obviously Fox was there, and then Halliburton was with him in in Indiana. So it's not like he had to go be the or a ball handler at all. Yeah. Well, Jack said this. I think it's a good point. Like Buddy looks like he did back at Oklahoma, yeah. where he knows he's the best player on the team. And I wonder if they said to him when he came here, "You're here to score." Yeah. You know, like like Maxi can distribute. We have other guys to do different things. Buddy came in looking to shoot, which I think is exactly what they need. But the other real benefit, if you look at this roster and look trade deadline. Morale was low. I was in the studio. I was not feeling good about it. You were down. I was down. But if Embiid does come back, like they, this is probably the best roster he's ever had around him, in terms of athleticism, in terms of shooting, in terms of defenders. Like I haven't seen a Sixers team this athletic, maybe in my lifetime. Uh, I, I mean, like, I don't know about that, but the best roster he had was the one they lost to Toronto, with Jimmy and yeah, Redick. yeah. Maybe you're right. Yeah. yeah, that was that was a good roster. That was a damn Ersan good roster. And, uh, and, yes. and Bellinelli off well, of that. Well, Ben, Ben, was of there. course. Oh, yeah, yeah. You could forget. Yeah. Peak, peak Ben. Though. I will say, I, I'm excited to see what Embiid looks like with Buddy. I mean, because we saw like Seth Curry had a good run with him, mm-hmm. and, and Redick had his, you know some of his best years with Embiid, and now Buddy, I think, is a better ball handler than both of those guys. So listen. If, if they can survive, heating up. if they can survive this stretch, because yep. this stretch is tough, just like, go five hundred. If they can just go five hundred, but I think what also could be beneficial is they can learn to to create offense without Embiid. It does mm-hmm. lessen the pressure on him when he comes back. Yep. Like if Buddy and Maxi can learn how to score. I mean, what they have one twenty three last night. Mm-hmm. Where if Embiid comes back, of course he's the main guy, but you're not counting on him for thirty five points. Like maybe he just comes in and he's more of a. It sounds crazy to say, but like a role player. Yeah. Yeah, it's superstars aren't role players. No, I know. But I get but the point that you're The making, point I'm making though, is there yes. might not be as much pressure on him because of the scoring buddy can be. I agree. Yeah. Yep. Uh, let's go to Frank and Delaware. What's happening, Frank? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. What's up, um, I think we have to sign Reddick. I would be looking like three years, 50 mil, maybe guarantee like 25. Because if we're not going to sign Hassan, then why are we having a Jason Kelsey day? Why why are we bringing Kelsey? <laughs> yeah, for the love good. of the game. That's I mean, a good point, Frank. That's a great sense. point. <laughs> yeah, and my movie, I think Eichel liked this one. The Sarah's Bueller's Day Off. Ooh, oh, that's a great. I've seen that one. Snow day that's movie. a classic. Oh, you guys have seen that. Yeah, yeah. I've seen okay. that one. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. a Matthew Broderick, right? Sorry, yep. Matthew Broderick. Yeah, classic. Bueller. Bueller. Yeah. Uh, the, the twist and shout scene kind of. I was never a big fan. Everything else in the movie was good. It's a good movie. Got a little slow in the middle. They the, should remake the, that movie. They should remake Ferris Bueller's Day. No, don't yes. remake so it. So I actually no. think they should remake almost all old movies, but like with today's technology. <laughs> I think it would be, would be no, impressive. No, but way, way worse, say. though. Like today's technology, they've actually ruined movies because they're too nice looking. Uh, that's an interesting point. Listen, they just tried to do the color purple. That that did not, that yeah, was a flop. Well, it wasn't. I mean, yeah. I'm trying to think of the last good Turned remake, Turned it into actually. a musical. Yeah, that's never a good, no. never a good thing. 
I'm trying to think of a good remake recently. Have not seen a good remake. Maybe I'm wrong about Coming this. Coming to America did not, too did didn't not work, didn't, yeah. uh, exactly go well, but we'll see. Not a remake, though. It was a continuum. It was, it was, a, it was a number two. Yeah. It was a number two. So, Elliot, <laughs> I, I wanted to bring this up because you know I was thinking about you know Andy Reid winning another Super Bowl with Patrick Mahomes, and it, it reminded me of when you know Nick Sirianni comes off the field against the Chiefs, does his whole thing, and then <laughs> we don't need to go down that road. Yeah. but I know you were a big fan of how he oh, acted coming he, off the field. Everyone loved it at the time, yeah. which was, was another good take by, by people. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, he did have – he got a little chesty in the locker room when he said, Elliot what, – what, what was the story about him and saying – because you said that Andy and Mahomes were better than Jalen yeah, and so Nick. Going into the game, I picked the Chiefs because I said they had the better head coach quarterback duo. Right. And I, apparently he saw it because <laughs> walking off the – like in the – it was more the hallway yes. where he was clearly still, you know, very excited, as he should be. It was a big win. Uh, you know, he he let me know that he, they, he you know, jokingly kind of – so they have the better head coach quarterback duo, huh? And, mm, yeah, props to him. Like, you know. Sure. Yeah, it was How, a it was a fun moment to be clear. This was it, was not, a, it wasn't mad, right? Yes, it was it was a it was a fun trash talk. I would I would say yeah. that. didn't age well. Though. I, 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 well, I think he would even agree they had the better head coach quarterback combo. Well, yeah, now I would <laughs> I would think so. So I was thinking but that was it. an impressive win for what it's worth. It was that yeah. night. It was an yeah. impressive win. Yeah, can you believe that we beat the world champions? They did. So the yeah. season, in their building. The season was a success. Well, it wasn't a total failure. Yeah. They, they, uh, they, I they don't did, know. They did get the ten and one. They this did season the... might have been a total failure when you consider not winning a playoff game and you have a major question at quarterback. You lost to Baker Mayfield. In what the... major question? Major at quarterback. Question. The, the, the what quarterback. major question at the, quarterback? The, the quarterback. I do have that. Do you know what you're going to get from Jalen next year? Yes. What are you going to get? You're going to get Pro Bowl top five to eight caliber play again next year. I don't you know. You know that's I what you're getting. Know. I don't know. They put a real running back behind this offensive line. And with these uh, uh, receivers and tight end, come on, man. Well, that's part of why we have to commence oh. Kelsey tomorrow. Oh, to man. be fair, they did have a Pro Bowl running back last year. And the year before. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, I'm just saying. I don't know what the hell the issue was in that locker room. They need to get it fixed. Yeah. Or whatever it was, I'm just saying. I think he comes back a. He looks more like the MVP Jalen than he looked like last year. I think it's possible, but what's concerning is I don't know that. You know, well, like, I don't know that with anybody. Well, I don't know. I think. I mean, I know with Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen. Like, I think. I don't like, even know what you're getting with Josh Allen. He's been. I mean, he's been. I would say a top five quarterback almost every year of his career. Really? I'd well, have not, to go not through. His not his rookie year. Well, what made him top five last year? Well, they were, led the league in turnovers. They were the two seed. I don't care. Well, that it matters. It matters. They made him a top five quarterback yeah, because yes. they were the two yeah, seed. Yeah, I think he was. What he, was their record? They were the two seed. They were five and six at one point, and they ran yeah, off. And they game. won their last. Like I know, but I'm yeah. saying you're saying they were the two seed, like they were some dominant team throughout the year. He was a reason why they were five and six. His turnovers are still an issue. I agree with that. They're still an issue. Yeah. So, I like Josh Allen. Don't get me wrong, but I can't sit here and tell you. When we say top five quarterback play, I, what does that look like? Like Josh Allen. Really? He, his turnover- guy hasn't been out of the second round in five years. Yeah, his turnovers are a problem. I agree with that. But Josh Allen carries that team. Now, I know he hasn't been out the second round, which is a criticism. But for what it's worth, he's also lost to Mahomes all the time. And he lost to Joe Burrow. He did. Joe Burrow. And, and, prob- and two of them he lost at home. Yeah, it, it, I agree. Like they So when is gone- he going to win the big game? Where's the big one he's won? But, but, but we're not saying is he the best quarterback in the NFL. You don't think he's been top five? 
I, you said every year yeah, he's top I, five. I, I don't think he's top five every year. I got to take into account his play, not these raw numbers that he put up. I'm talking about in big games, playoff games, when the games matter the most. I haven't seen Josh Allen have a big game except for one game, which, by the way, he lost that game. Yeah. He lost that game. Yeah, but because I, it's Mahomes. Okay, I get I get that. Yeah. I get that. That's the reason why we didn't win the Super Bowl. I get yeah. it. It's because of my homes. My point is, by the way, and we beat Josh Allen head-to-head. I'm yep. just saying this is a guy who, as great as he can be at times, he also has the boneheaded mistakes that will cost you games. Yes. So here, That's his track record. I, I agree with you on that. But I think that even, like, if you said, what are you going to get from Josh Allen next year? You're going to get turnovers, mm-hmm. but you're also going to get – top five play in terms of just how at he, times yes but but I think with Jalen you don't know what you're getting next year he could be 2022 Jalen or he could be some version of 2021 and 2023 and I think that's what's oh, worrisome that's not fair I, I, I don't know if that's what he was last year I think Jalen had uh the last few games of the season has tainted in my opinion what Jalen was like all year long did he play at the MVP level as he did the year before not necessarily not necessarily, but then there were also some things he did better than he did the year before. The, the most important thing he didn't do was take care of the football mm-hmm. as much. That's the biggest thing. And then whatever was happening off the field. But, hell, two years ago, Stephon Diggs didn't like Josh Allen. He they might wanted to get him like out. That. I'm just saying. Yeah, so it's yeah, not yeah. like Josh Allen is some guy that you can rely on is going to be in the AFC Championship game every year. As a matter of fact, I haven't seen him in an AFC Championship game, have we? Well, he was in one of them. He was in one? Yeah. It wasn't that I don't the remember over year. Yeah. Oh, the Covey year, yes. Yes. Yes, the year nobody gets the Covey year. Yeah. Yes. 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 <laughs> Just saying. What would you make of the uh, Hurts report from over the weekend? Uh, the one about how they were. Happy he was smiling down at the Pro Bowl. Yeah, I, I think that, you know. <laughs> He's in good mood. Yeah, it was good to see him have fun. I think that's something we talked about. Yeah. I mean, prior to this coming out. Um, but I'll also say that if they found that encouraging, you do wonder how ugly things were behind the scenes last year. Like, if they see him having fun at the Pro Bowl – and they think that's an encouraging sign, which is what the report says, it makes you wonder how bad it was behind the scenes if him showing the ability to have fun at the Pro Bowl is, like, super encouraging. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Zach in uh, South Jersey. What's happening, Zach? Hey, what's up? Uh, listen to you guys all the time. Uh, this is the first time I called, so thank you so much. Well, welcome aboard. Um, thanks mm-hmm. for calling. Oh, th- thanks, Jack. I appreciate it, man. Um, I just wanted to say, like with the Hassan Reddick thing, I think you have to re-sign Reddick because if you go into the season with just another question mark on the defense and rely on Nolan Smith, I mean, the arguments here back and forth is why would we go to something that we're unsure of? We need to be able to move forward with a proven commodity. And if Vic Fangio comes into the defense and he's going to be coaching the defense, he's the one who is causing these guys or caused Miami to have so many sacks last year. Getting rid of your best sack performer would be ludicrous. Well, because I guess it, it depends on what you think next year is. Is next year a year where this it's Super Bowl or bust? Are you more, let's look ahead to 2025 because we don't think we have the horses to compete next year. But don't you think you bring in Vic Fangio because you think next year they're going to be competing for a Super Bowl? Well, I think they like I mean, Vic Fangio Vic, for a couple yeah, years. Yeah, Vic Fangio is not exactly an up-and-coming defensive coordinator. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think saying. he's signing up like to, Vic, to win I, in 2027. I don't think a team like like the Arizona Cardinals that have no chance of going to the Super Bowl next year, they're not pining for Vic Fangio to come in because it's like, oh, man, we're going to win 
12 or 13 games with him. It's more like we want to bring this guy in because we know he has a proven track record and he helps teams win. Hmm? And Hassan Reddick is a guy who's going to help the team win, even though we didn't look great at the end of last year. Yeah, I got you, Zach. What's your uh, what's your uh, snow day movie? So, Jack, I, I just want to say, man, I'm real. I listen to you guys all the time. I am so ashamed of just your pop culture knowledge. Thank on you. Film. <laughs> I'm a film. I'm. I, well, wait I till you hear mine. MF- yeah. I have my MFA. You you know, Elliot, you catch enough flack from everybody in the Thank city. You, I yeah. think making fun of you for movies would be the least of the your cherry worries. cherry on top. Especially, yeah. <laughs> I appreciate yeah, it, Zach. Thank you. I, I don't really think you need anything more. It's fair. It's fair. Oh, no. Oh, man, we lost. Man, oh, we lost. thought that was no, we were having fun. Yeah. Having fun. Uh, so I was thinking off of off of Nick saying the, 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 the best quarterback and head coach combo in the league at that point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I decided to rank them for you. Okay. Uh, of, of head coach quarterback combos, I'll take over Nick Sirianni and Jalen and Jalen. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I'm, I'm. I'm sure Nick performed well in this list before you. Yeah. Yep. This is in no particular order. Ah, that's kind of weak. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Mahomes, Andy, McDermott, Allen, Taylor, Burrow, McVay. Uh, hold on. Do you, do you want us to interrupt when we disagree? Sure, you can. Okay. Joe Burrow has missed. He's had two season-ending injuries in four years. Mm-hmm. Right. So, am I really sure what I'm going to get from him next year? No. Okay. But I'll take the chance. All right. Cause I mean, Nick Sirianni and Jalen have been more successful than Joe Burrow and uh, and Taylor. Well, I mean, they went to – they've had the same run. Yeah. The Super Bowl. In the two seasons that Joe Burrow's played, he's been in two AFC title games. Fair, at the Super Bowl. fair. But he has missed two other seasons because of season-ending yeah, yeah, injuries. Yeah. 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 Jalen, also, Jalen is not. He also turned Jake Browning into a semi-decent quarterback this year. <laughs> yeah, for like three games. Yeah, doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, McVay yeah. Stafford? I, I, would, mm. I wouldn't. I mean, like McVeigh's interesting, but Stafford, Stafford's old. Stafford's old. If you're saying for one year, I, who, I yeah. think there's an interesting debate there. Yeah, I'm but t- for 2024. Don't sleep on the Rams next year. Not at no, all. I, I, dude, dude, he had, the, he had the, the top five QBR in football. No, Stafford was very good last year. I just, he is old. He's had injuries. I, I don't know if I would go there. McDaniel Tua. No. Shanahan Purdy. Um, <laughs> of course you take Shanahan and Purdy over these two. You why? Me? Well, tell me why. Because he was just in the Super Bowl with them. And the Eagles were in the Super Bowl the year before. Yeah, what do that's, you mean? That's fine. Okay. Yeah. Every does it, does year. Go into this, go every, every year he's been there twice he and got, he's he lost got, both of them. He got like, I don't, I'm not even a Purdy guy. He got a ridiculous production out of Brock Purdy. Oh, year. come on with Purdy. Give him his props. Never, never. <laughs> Who do you think's better, Purdy or Jalen? Uh, that's the same. same okay, here. so then Nick's also gotten tremendous but results Shanahan, out of Jalen. Shanahan is is maybe three times the coach of, of Nick, even though they have basically the same. Oh, dude, Campbell and Golf. Hold up. You agree with him that he, you think Purdy is better than Jalen Hurts? No, I think Hurts is better. But the point I'm making is he always diminishes <laughs> Jalen by also then saying like Nick has all this talent. Like if you don't think Jalen's that good, then what Nick has done is even more impressive. I don't think what Nick's on is that impressive. But you think, but why? Because but what's not what's not impressive? I know what, what Shanahan done. does. Shanahan, he's been to the playoffs. What does every Shanahan do? Shanahan creates the offense. He does everything on the offense. And what's that won him? The results are the exact same. They're thing. not the exact same. How are they not? They've been to four like four conference title games in two. Okay, Super but Bowls. he's also coached like four more years than Sirianni. Has. Okay, in, in the last Sirianni's four three years, years he ex- over exceeded expectations the first year. He almost won the Super Bowl the second year. This year, for sure, was a disappointment. I agree. But Shanahan's also had years where he's won like four games. Yeah, they were all hurt. Uh, okay. six games. Six games. Okay. Uh, Campbell Goff. Um, I, I don't you know. You hate man. Dan Campbell. No, I, I've come around on Dan Campbell. I but think that's I think even, that's you, a close. You're one. taking Jared Goff over Jalen at this point. Yes. Uh, Harbaugh, Lamar. 
Stefanski, Watson. I would not take Harbaugh and Lamar. Stefanski and Watson. Oh, get out of here. McCarthy and Dak. Deshaun Watson? Yeah. Yeah. He was heating up. He no. was heating up. No, he's not. No. Deshaun Watson. And he, got, is, he got to the playoffs. Deshaun Flacco. Watson's done. He got, yeah. he, That's play. not just because he questioned my uh, preseason quarterback. <laughs> he did. My training camp. He did. Uh, McCarthy. Awesome. You would seriously take Stefanski and, and I would Watson. take Stefanski. No. Yes. yes. No. So Stefanski's interesting. I think Stefanski's a good coach. But you're basically not getting a quarterback in this situation. Sure. Okay. Uh, no big deal. McCarthy and Dak. Oh, come no. on. Tomlin and question mark. No. Tomlin and question mark. I, I, that's a, I, I respect no. that, but it's that's silly. D'Amico and Stroud. I would okay. take D'Amico and Stroud. Steichen and Richardson. I would not. Yeah, I don't even know what Anthony Richardson is yet. LaFleur and Love. Also, you know what's – real quick, this whole Shane Steichen love, when I, and I hate to like try to diminish what he did, but everyone acts like he was some unbelievable coach this year. Yeah. He did what Nick did Nick's rookie year. With Gardner yeah. Minshew. Yeah. He, he okay. had a top five pick in the draft. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, Gardner Minshew is a, is a solid backup quarterback. But, but what you're doing did but, last year with Gardner Minshew is, is impressive. But what you're doing on this list is all all these guys you're listing. Nick has accomplished the exact same thing. I don't care about accomplishments. Then why? I how care are you about what matters them? now. But how do you think accomplishments happen? They don't flip coins every Sunday. I care about what they bring to the table. Okay, Lafleur and Love, Harbaugh, Herbert, Salah, Rogers. Salah Rogers is the biggest joke I've ever heard. Yeah, that's but, terrible. Yeah, I mean yeah. Harbaugh, Herbert. I would we'll not. see how it's, that it's works interesting. out. Interesting, yeah. Sala and Rogers. Who was the other one? It was one of them I agree with. No, you said D'Amico and uh, D'Amico and Stroud. Yeah, Lafleur and Love. Oh, that's it. Lafleur and Love. I think Lafleur and Love is interesting. Yeah, so I, a, I and, need to see it one more year. D'Amico and CJ are interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, you would take CJ. Yes, I would. I said I would yes, take D'Amico and CJ. Yeah. So I got I got them around eighteen. <laughs> nah, that's terrible. I mean, they they might be four or five. Four or five? Yeah. I mean, C.J. D'Amico, let's say we give him Shanahan and Purdy. Just give it to him. McK- uh, McVay and Stafford is three. I mean, who else? Har- Harbaugh, Lamar, which I wouldn't do. Mahomes, Andy. I would have, oh, yeah, Mahomes, Andy. I right? would have him in the top ten. Yeah. So maybe not four or five, but they're certainly yeah, not I 18. I have ten, no worse than 12 for sure. Two one five five nine two ninety four. Well, here's an interesting question. Tom Lennon question mark. Tom Lennon question mark. Here's a question for you guys. <laughs> if all real quick, if all thirty two GMs could pick to have Purdy or Jalen, who do you think gets picked more? Jalen. Think so? I still think Jalen. I think maybe Jalen, but I, I, I don't think the league is as big on Jalen as maybe we are. Sure, it's a down year. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. It's a down year, but I know what I've seen when he was at his best. So unless I'm assuming he's that was a mirage and he's just going to be bad every year or mediocre every mm-hmm. year, I'm just not assuming that. I agree. I just curious around the league, you know, yeah. where, where Jalen is. I mean, Jack has him 18. Well, so. the head coach is a, is okay. a part of that. Where as well. would you have he drags Jaylen. the list way down. <laughs> okay. way down. Uh, the Twitter questions are brought to you by Mark's Jewelers Valentine's Day shop. Mark's Jewelers every purchase over two hundred and forty nine dollars gets a free box of chocolates and a dozen roses online. Mark's Jewelers dot com. That's Elliot Shore Parks. He joins us every Tuesday at three o'clock. On the other side, in addition to your phone calls, our del- our daily Kelsey retirement update. When will Jason decide if he's coming back or not? He tells us next. Don't miss that on the afternoon show on Sports Radio ninety four WIP. Get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel in partnership with Valley Forge Casino, America's number one sports book. Because right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. Now, that's $150 if your bet wins. Bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets. How about the live same-game parlays, exclusive props, and more? I really like the FanDuel app. Just visit FanDuel.com slash Ike and shoot your shot. 
FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 94WIP. FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NBA. Welcome back. 4 o'clock, Sports Radio 94WIP. Tomorrow, as we get set for convincing Kelsey, as we do our best to, to to bring the center home and make sure he knows that he is beloved in the fan base, and then we need him back one more year. Although, I mean, if we're focused on 2025, do we really need Jason Kelsey back? Ah, uh, huh? Right? I mean, I might need to throw that into the mix tomorrow. Well, I'm just saying, yeah. Why, why don't we just let everybody go? Don't bring it. Don't bring anybody back. What's the point of bringing back BG? Well, he's he's here for for leadership's sake. Oh, yeah, he's gonna help. Because again, like if if Hassan Reddick does get traded mm-hmm. again, who were the leaders on that side of the football? Like, oh, you're going to the younger guys. Going, well, you got Slay obviously still there. Yeah, you're it's, you're turning it over to the young guys. Yep, and they better be right. I mean, you know, it's, it's a lot of Georgia kids, but but it's also like Nicobia can't really get on the field. He is he's going to be one of your leaders. Jalen Carter seems more quiet mm-hmm. at this point. Jordan Davis uh, seems a little bit goofy. Um, you know, and, and like I don't I don't know who who on that side like Sweaty, but he only has a year left until he yeah. might be out of here. Yeah, he's gonna want a new deal. He's gonna want a new deal. Maybe that's why the Eagles won't give Reddick a new deal. Because they want to re-sign Sweat? Oh, Sweat probably wants a new deal, too. Yeah, because he's on a very team-friendly deal. Yeah, we we just may not have heard about it. Yeah. Usually when you're going into your final year, the agent has tried to get an extension done. Nobody wants to go into the final year of a deal, Mm -hmm. right? So you normally your your agent is contacting the Eagles to see if they want to – if they're interested in opening up any dialogue yes. on a possible extension. Now, it's never a good idea when you make the call first. Right. I would have liked a, a stronger year from, from, from Josh Sweat. I'm not sure if I'm right. you know, jumping at the, the bit to re-sign him long term. Mm-hmm. We'll see. But um, Great point, which is I would put the Eagles probably are not jumping at They're it. probably like, <laughs> uh, we'll see. Give us, give us a good year. I, and I know this is not a part of the equation as far as the answers that you put out there, but there is a legitimate chance that they just have him play out the final year of his deal. And so uh, the fear traditionally mm-hmm. is hold out. Yeah, but you can't do that anymore. And they don't hold out anymore. No. So then it comes down to do you think he's going to – do you believe he's going to go out there and be fine on the on the salary because he realized it's $15 is better than nothing? Yes, Simple answer, yes. And he also wants a new deal on top of that from yes. somewhere else? Yes. So it, it, it's, they have set this up to where it is not uh, – it doesn't behoove players to to have these contract issues. You know, Chris Jones tried this with the Chiefs last year. Did not work. Didn't work. Didn't budge. They made him play on the final year of that deal. And now he'll see what he gets when he goes out to free agency now. But they still went and won the Super Bowl. And Chris Jones played his butt off all year long. They had arguably the best defense in all of football. So I say this to say he still wants to get paid. So he has to produce in order to get paid. So he will be a free agent the following year. So you want to put up as good, the best numbers you can so that when you're 31 hitting the market, you may not get the money that you're looking for, but that's better than getting nothing. I'd rather let him just play out the one year than extend him. Okay. Like I'd rather I'd rather just play out the one year. Okay. And then rather than I got to pay him twenty or or twenty three million for the next three years. That's fair. 
I, I think that's where I would come down on that. Yeah, that, that's fair. That, that's sort of my, like, that's my last-ditch effort. It's like, okay, if we can't come to some agreement, then you just got to play out the, your final year of your deal. Two one five five. I'm not trading him. 215-592-9494 to get in. Do you want the Eagles to pay Hassan Reddick? Came down today. If he missed it earlier, he said he never requested a trade from the Eagles but did say uh, he would like a new contract here. So uh, get in on that, 215-592-9494. Also, give us your best snow day movie because it was a snow day this morning. It's cleared up nice out there. It's not even – there's no remnants of a snow day this morning. It like it was snowing. Um, for a $50 Hooters gift card, give us your best snow day movie. But uh, Jason Kelsey feels like we do one of these every day, Ike, because he's on the, the podcast rounds. Well, this is on the big podcast with Shaq, uh, a little back and forth about Jason Kelsey and when he plans on announcing if he's retiring or not. Here is Jason Kelsey. So you're retired now, right? Still figuring it out. Okay, so what has to happen for you to play next season? Um, I think if I still want to play, I'm going to play. I think, you know, right now we're not far enough away from the last game. It's emotional. It's a long season. We ended the season, quite frankly, awful. You know that as a Bears fan. And um, so I'm just going to take some time, rest, recoup, and then figure it out. I think I'll have an answer in the next game. Next couple of weeks, is, it got mumbled there at the end. But he's <laughs> Shaq. Shaq, like, hold on, you, you, you retired, right? Yeah, and Shaq just straight to the point. Yeah. Well, listen, that's what a, a pro does. It was funny because the clip keeps going, and 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 Jason's like, well, "When did you know you were done?" And he's like, "Well, I was in the Celtics. I'm a nineteen. <laughs> yeah, I done played for twenty teams now. Yeah, <laughs> making a million dollars. I got an injury. I was like, hey, I'm, I'm yeah, good. I'm good. Yeah. I, it was interesting though because I remember, uh, you know, I, I saw Kelsey on the field after the game, and the look in his eyes. It's like he just he doesn't look done to me. He just he he doesn't look done to me. And you know, um when he says if I if I still feel like I can play, I'll play. Obviously, if he, yes. he can still play. Yes. So I don't that's not the issue. I don't know. I don't know. You know, he's had some meetings. Maybe something is a little more enticing to him uh in the next phase of his life. You know, sometimes, you know, everybody can't get a uh Tom Brady deal. Where you sign a deal and they they wait on you, <laughs> you know. Usually, you're not getting that deal unless you're ready to go that next year. So, the will the opportunities be there for him if he waits another year? You know, somebody else may jump into that opportunity, and now it's passed you by. You know, what opportunities are there for him? ESPN wanted to talk to him. ESPN has 40 different football players on that network. Right. Jason just becomes one of the guys there. He doesn't. He's on Get Up, giving. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I don't know how much of a feature role he would have. And he wouldn't get the Monday Night booth either because that's Aikman. Right. So you're not getting the Monday Night booth. The the the, the, the Manning brothers have the uh, the other Monday Night booth. Um, Fox seems like it would be a better opportunity for him. They don't have as many guys over there, but that's a once a week thing. Right. Not, he's not on every day with that. Yeah, and he might have to move to LA for that because they're they're kind of they're kind of out there. And and is he does he want to do studio stuff or does he want to be on television? And and maybe that's why I don't know if he met with these guys, but I know he was uh, shadowing Andrew Whitworth. Yep. with the Thursday night crew. Yep, I remember so, that. I mean, that'd be once a week flying wherever. You mm-hmm. know, he wouldn't have to like move closer to Bristol or Connecticut. Right. He wouldn't have to be out in LA to do all the the Fox studio stuff. I, I don't know. It's going to be interesting, but but the whole idea of and what I, those guys do is like a panelist. Yes, they like they. That's that's different than calling games. Right. Now he's he, he, I think he'd be really good at both. Like 
I mean, it takes a while, man. You ain't called games before. You just don't step in there. It, it, it's, it's not just talking football. It's not just talking football. No, I told you. Everybody loves you in the beginning, and the next thing you know, everybody's super critical of you. Yep. And uh, Romo's going through that right now. Yes. Even Herbie's getting crushed on the Amazon game. Yes. Listen, Her- Herbie's a college football player. I guy. love Herbie. He got put in a tough spot. That's why I, I would prefer to see Jason in the studio. I think he'd be good on studio. Yeah. A, a weekly like radio guest mm-hmm. or, or ESPN on Get Up. I don't know. Maybe that's podcast. Oh, he's got the, the podcast is going nowhere. Yeah. I mean, the, the podcast <laughs> will still be here. But uh, yeah, tomorrow, convincing Kelsey, let us know if you want the big fella back um, and, and all that good stuff. Looking forward to that. Let's go back to the phones and talk to Chuck in Mount Airy. What's happening, Chuck? Hey, hey, Jack and Ike, what's going on? What's up, buddy? What up, Chuck? Hey, listen, let me tell you something, right? Hashan Reddick should get paid and Jason Kelsey should retire, okay? I'm sick of this soap opera, and I got a movie for you, but I call for one reason and one reason only, okay? Because right now, in my eyes, it's basketball season. So let me say this real quick, right? Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. I, yeah. Yesterday, you said something to me I ain't really addressed. Okay. You know what, what that, was that was? You I... said I kicked Joel and B while he was down. Yeah, yeah, yep. That's you. Okay. So what about him kicking us while we're down? <laughs> Huh? <laughs> what about him kicking us, the fans, while we're down? Who? MB? Yeah, 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 him. When did he kick us? Kicking, yeah, yeah, yes, he did. What about him kicking his, his teammates while they're down? You know, well, I don't know what you're good. talking about. Is there something specifically you're talking about? Yeah, I'm talking about him not being there for his team again. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about him wanting to go out there and win MVP, you know what I mean, play all these minutes knowing he hurt, instead of thinking about the further plan and winning a championship, selling this city since, since something ain't been done since 1983. You know what I mean? Going on a run in 01. I'm going to tell you like this. I'm sick of this garbage. They, they, didn't, hold on. didn't he go out there banged up? That's because he wanted to win MVP. Right? You know that. You know what I mean? He, he went out there and banged up because he wants to get another MVP trophy on his mantle. I need for him – I'm going to tell you what I need for him to do. I don't care if he get a brace on his knee or whatever. Mm-hmm. I watched that team yesterday go up there and they beat the second seeded Cleveland uh, Cavaliers, okay? Mm-hmm. You got a good enough team around you. You got the best coach you've had since you've been in the league. You need to get your ass back this year. Not next year, not three years from now, this year, and start making your mark in the playoffs, okay, big guy? I don't care if you got to put a brace on your knee, okay? Because this team, you ain't going to get a team better than this, okay? And you got Kyle Larry coming, who's old. Yeah, he's old, but he's a veteran presence that could be beneficial to the playoffs. But we need for this guy to start being the best player and the guy that everybody calls him to be, the, the, you know, the, the king, king touch. You know what I'm saying? In order for him to be that, he need to come back and he need to go on a run, a magical run, okay? I'm looking for a magical April, May, or June. It's pit up or shut up time for Joel and B. Pitting up and coming back and taking us on a run or just shut up about him being a great player. I don't want to hear it no more, okay? I need this year for him to come back, guys. Right? What this is he going to come back and do, Chuck? This team is good enough for him to win right now. If he, if he comes win back, what right now? Listen, to go go to at least go on the run, okay? Then now, this, this, you right? don't think this team is, is this team is not a top four team in, this, in the in Eastern Conference? If this dude come back and be the number one player in the world, like y'all say he is, well, how can you he, how can you expect that when he's coming off a torn uh, meniscus in surgery? Uh, Man, listen. He, listen. He got hurt at the right time. He got hurt early. Okay. Early. It's not even March yet. Okay. He has March and he has April to get it back. He had together. March in two weeks. 
yeah, yeah, but yeah, he, he'll be back. Listen, let me tell you something. <laughs> what? It's about time, Mike. I don't have time and patience to wait another year or two years for this guy, okay? It's put up with shut up time, okay? Put a brace on. Mamba mentality, Ike. Yep. Mamba mentality. Yep. You love Mamba. We're looking you for know, a title I, run next year. 24, no, no, 25. No, 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 the summer of no, no. 25 is when we're going on our title run. I don't, I don't have time for that. He has a good enough team this year to do something. You know what I'm saying? The East is weak. But he's injured. He's weak. The East is not weak. You got Milwaukee. You got you got Boston. You got Cleveland. The Knicks. Come on, man. I've seen a six-foot guy by the name of Allen Oh, here we go. Take a team. You know what I mean? Drag a team that had no business band in the finals. If they wasn't banged up, they would have gave that Lakers team a run. Okay? I don't want no more excuses for Joel. Get back here. Put a brace on your well, He's knee, trying to get back here, up. Chuck. He's trying to get back here. That's right. He's trying to my, Trying what? What is he trying to get back <laughs> what, what, here? What do you want me to do? He's not Wolverine. He's not going to heal miraculously. Give him six more weeks. Yeah, just six more weeks to be around the time he needs to come back. It'd be around playoff time. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. It'd be around playoff time. Okay. But these guys, these guys, listen, they got young athletic wing guys on the Sixers now. I'm telling you. You know what I mean? Bully Hill can shoot. You got Maxie coming into his own. You're all-star this year. You got a backup center. You know what I'm saying? You got a small forward and Kelly Oubre. You got a team well, that could possibly do something. If Joel be the best player in the world, we got to stop taking the pressure off of him. The pressure's on you, Joel. Get back, get a knee on your break, or get a brace on your knee, and get back to work. And let's make it to the NBA Finals. Let's go on a magical run this year. Not next year. Not three years from now. This year. All right, Chuck, what's your uh, Snow Day movie? Die Hard. Oh, that's, a good one. That's, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, thanks for not finishing the <laughs> sentence. <laughs> I appreciate it. Uh, all right, Chuck, there he goes. Chuck and Mount Harry. Die Hard. Still haven't seen it. You haven't seen Die Hard? No, and I, and I, and I think I might boycott it. I, Why? Because I can't. It's a good stand, Christmas movie, and, and that's the issue. I can't stand that people call it a Christmas movie. It is. A it's Christmas an action movie. movie. Is it centered around Christmas? It takes place around Christmas. Yeah, so it's a Christmas movie. I know, but it's not. Like, well, are they singing jingle bells and and different things? In I don't the know. Movie? I haven't seen it. No. Okay. Yes, they are. <laughs> they are. Yes. <laughs> Well, it's it a Christmas, like a Christmas party. Movie. It's a pr- Christmas party at Nakatomi Tower, uh, Towers, man. Okay. You you know that? Yes. So Mark, Mark's wore the shirt in here a lot. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's the only Die Hard thing. I, mm-hmm. I do need to watch Die Hard. Oh, Die Hard is great. And it still, it still holds up. Yeah, it still holds up. Now, I didn't like Die Hard 2, uh, but Die Hard with the Vengeance 3, that was pretty good with Samuel L. Jackson. They were in New York. Yeah, that was a good one. That's good. Uh, <laughs> Chuck, oh, real way, Chuck is totally off his rocker. Completely unrealistic expectations. I wanted to let him get it all out of his system. I didn't want to yell back and forth with him. He has been pent up from. Yes, thing. yes. So and he has unrealistic expectations for Joel Embiid, which he's trying to set so that he can rip him. Mm-hmm. You know damn well this team is not going on a deep run. Of course, we not. don't even know what the damn. We don't even know what Joel's going to look like when he's healthy. Well, and that's the biggest thing. Like, I mean, not only do I think the East is pretty good, Joel Embiid, I have no idea what kind of shape he's yeah, going to be in. Yeah, I don't in. know what shape he's going to be in or anything. And they and they might be in the in the play-in. Play-in. <laughs> like, so they, they can get the seventh seed. Yes. They can get the seventh seed, have to go to, to – I mean, if they play Cleveland, they probably <laughs> – I think they do well against Cleveland. They didn't really show me much last night. But if, if Milwaukee figures this out and gets a two seed, you really expect them to go beat Milwaukee? I, I know it's no. Doc, and, and I understand we're going to make fun of Doc, and, and it's always fun. But, like – They got Pat Bev now, though. They do have Pat Bev now. Pat Bev's not losing a playoff series to Sixers. This is – 
this is the Sixers stretch that they have com- coming up. I know it was a, a good win last night in Cleveland. Solid. We needed that because that was an unexpected win. Of course. But like you said, <laughs> the, the Super Bowl and, and all that stuff, you know, maybe they're a little bit – they weren't ready to go, mm. I would say. Um, but they go they go Heat, Knicks. They, can, they got the Heat at home? They got the Heat uh, – no, it's in Miami. Mm. Uh, no, it's here. Sorry. It's here? It's here. Okay, that's a win. Okay. So Heat, Knicks here. Uh, split. Cavs here. They probably get revenge. Uh, at Milwaukee. Oh, God. That's a loss. Uh, Celtics. There? Uh, yes. <laughs> it could be on the playground there. That's a loss. It's, it's, it's at the Celtics. Mm-hmm. Uh, versus the Hornets. That's a win. That's a win. Uh, at Dallas. That's a loss. At Brooklyn. That's a win. That's a win. Uh, home versus Memphis. That's a win. Uh, Pelicans. Here. Uh, probably a loss. Could be, could be a win, though. Back-to-back against the Knicks. Back-to-back back against the Knicks? Yep. Split. And then at Milwaukee. Lost. Hornets again. Win. <laughs> this is good. <laughs> wins, loss of the Sixers. <laughs> uh, versus the Heat again. Here. Here. Win. Suns. Oh, loss. Lakers. Win. Clippers. Loss. Kings. Loss. Clippers. Loss. Cavs. Damn, the Cavs again? <laughs> no, dude. My goodness. Yeah, Cavs. Loss. Raptors. Win. Win. OKC. Loss. Loss. And then, uh, and then, the last tough game is the Heat in Miami. Loss. Yeah. So, like that, it's it's a it's a it's it's, it's like the Eagles gauntlet. You, know, you get some Hornets mixed in there. You have mm-hmm. the one Memphis you got game. Got one Memphis game. You have yeah. a Nets game, but everything else is like against good teams. Yeah. That's a tough. That's the next. It's all that is before the final five games of the year, where it all lets up, where you go Memphis, Spurs, Pistons, Magic, Nets. And, and actually, those are probably the five games you hope and B can play. Exactly. In. They're the they're the the warm up games for the postseason. Yeah. So. Like it's good, and and if B gets back, you know, watching Heald last night's great. Maxi, they can maybe learn to play without Embiid, so he comes back and he can just fit seamlessly into this thing. But there's still a lot of questions with them. Man, and if they can stay out of that play-in, that's a probably an extra four or five days rest. Uh, probably yeah. Because you got to wait till the play-ins are over, mm-hmm. and then that next round starts. Yeah. I mean, it's not over, over. It's just like it feels like there's so much that has to go right for them. I, I tell you what, though, you know, Nick Nurse. Showed us something last night, and we'll see how many of these they, they could steal. I mean, they're scrappy. They're playing hard. So if you catch one of these teams that don't respect the uh, Sixers and don't necessarily put forth their best effort, mm-hmm. Sixers can sneak a win. And listen, last night last night felt so processed, Sixers. It did. <laughs> and now they're better. They're like the Monstars version of the oh, process. way better, Dude, yes. K.J. Martin is such a processed Sixer. Yes. You know, like campaigns is a processed Sixer, who I still can't really – not a huge fan of his game. <laughs> um, but it was it was a, good, a fun win last night. Ja'Cory's in Florida. What's happening, Jay? What's going on, guys? What's up, Ja'Cory? What's up, Jay, man? It's all good, man. So first of all, uh, Ike, that was a good halftime show. Um, Usher was good. You know? I think that Ike did a halftime show somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably just as sweaty. He's probably just as sweaty. I haven't been that sweaty, man. And Usher was up there getting a workout in. Oh man, what's going on with the phones? Oh, we lost Jacory. We lost Jacory. Okay, I know it wasn't you, friend. Deep breath. So. Yeah, Mike was looking at me. I know. Nah, who else would I look at? <laughs> we'll, we'll try to get him back. Dan's in Port Richard. What's happening, Dan? Hey, guys, you, you, you had to put me behind Chuck, and I know I got bumped because he's Chuck from Mount Airy, but not only did he pick my movie, Die Hard. Oh, I'm sorry. But Yeah, but, but I also want to point out, not only was it a Christmas party at Nakatomi Tower, 
but at the end, you got Dino, Dean Martin singing Let It Snow. Oh, that's right. Oh, maybe maybe it does count. That's right. During, during the credits, the weather outside is frightful. Yep. But my main point was Eagles got to give Reddick a big payday. You give the guy what he wants, pepper in a few incentives, <laughs> and you let a hungry dog put fear in the gut of every quarterback that plays against the Eagles. So you want to pay you want to pay a 30-year-old Reddick top of the line money. I, I I say you give him something that keeps him happy and you like I said throw in a few incentives, give him a, a couple of objectives to meet and and I think he'll he'll come through. And it'll pay off. All right. Did you have a different answer besides uh, uh, Die Hard for the Snow Day movie? Yeah, I, I, I was riding in with Die Hard the whole time. When I first called in an hour ago, I, I, I should have been told it was already picked, but I know Chuck bumped me. All right. That's true. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, Dan. Chuck got, Chuck got moved to the front of the line. Right. I, I get it. All right. He's, well, Chuck, from Mount, he's Chuck from Mount Airy. Yeah. But yeah. He, made a, he made a good point. <laughs> I'll, I'll, give him, I'll give him my seats to uh, whatever the uh, venue was that you were given. I don't, I don't worry. It's not going to win. Yeah, don't yeah. Win. <laughs> we can't let Chuck win. We can't let Chuck win. <laughs> just, just, just for that reason, Dan, we're not letting him win. Yeah. yeah. Appreciate All it, right, Dan. Brother. Have a good day. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we'll see if Chuck is is in the mix. But well, yeah, he's so. in the mix. He's in the mix. But, but you bumped him up in front of Dan. I didn't know Dan had Die Hard. <laughs> I was not aware the the, the, the the Die Hard was on there. Two one five five nine two, ninety four ninety four is how you get in. Where do you come down on the Hassan Reddick deal? Would you pay him? Would you trade him? What are you prioritizing in twenty twenty four, twenty twenty five? And here's what I like. Yes, is that most Eagles fans are like pay him. Yeah, because it's, it's. I like that. It's because it's right there. What? No, it's because they know it's a. He's a good football player, and we don't have many on the defensive side of the ball. I understand that. I understand that. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's because. It, but I think it's also like you know some deep thinking. Besides just oh he's good he's here you know let's 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 prioritize the future here a little bit and and, and be a little smarter about this thing. Uh, five, you want you want to punt on next year? Well, you want to punt on this year for the Sixers. Well, I don't want to. It's like we have to now. You said, 20, you said 2024, 2025 is the year of the Sixers. Well, yeah, it is. Listen, is 2025 going to be – But that's because Embiid is down. Okay, and this defense is worse than Embiid, okay? <laughs> like, are you serious? They are worse than Embiid. Uh, 2025 might be our year, man. Uh, we'll year? see what the Phils do this year. No, we need the Phils this yeah, year. Yeah, well, I hope so. I hope so. Maybe make a move. Well, listen, I'll take another NLCS run. Yeah. Just don't go down the same way you went yes. to the 84 win no. baseball team like you did last year, but who cares? Uh, <laughs> P's and C's tomorrow. P's and C's tomorrow. P's and C's. Are you any shots from the ballpark down there yet? Yeah, some some players showed up. I was going to say, yeah, somebody. I know Clark is down there. No, Clark's down there. Howard's down there. <laughs> the King's down there? Soaking up the sun. I don't know. Is he, he working? I don't. Yeah, I think so. He, was, is he doing the show tonight? Well, so like he, he, I think he's getting like all the audio this week. He'll be in the locker room when the players right, arrive, right? And then he'll do the show Saturday. From I want to know is he doing riding with the king? I believe he's doing riding with the king tonight. He I would ho- never miss riding with the king. I hope it's not on the phone. I hope it's. 
I hope it's in the the, the damn studio in the um in the booth in the booth. Yeah, which you know it's not. Which is no, I know it's there's not. no It'll way probably it's in the be booth. on the phone if yes. I had to guess. If I had to guess, <laughs> either way, looking forward to riding with the king as well. But on the other side, it's a 30 year anniversary of one of the great moments in Philadelphia sports history. We'll talk about that next and get back to your phone calls. Do you want the Eagles to pay Hassan Reddick or would you explore a trade? Get in now. Plus, give us your best snow day movie, not movie that involves a snow day but a movie that you watch during a snow day. All that's coming up next on the Afternoon Show on Sports Radio 94 WIP. So, everyone heard that I recently bought a certified pre-owned Honda Accord from Scott Honda in Westchester, which is practically in my backyard. I actually got my first car in high school from Scott Honda. Scott Honda has been serving the area for generations, including my family. Well, now they've brought me into their family. So if you're in the market for a new or certified pre-owned Honda, then go where they make it easy to buy your first car. Scott Honda of Westchester. And now, Scott Honda of Vineland, New Jersey. Visit ScottHonda.com and tell them Fritz sent you. I just got my ass blasted for giving them hell down in West Virginia. And here you get a hell of a job right here today. Good job. Three class guys. And you pick them out here and single them out. You can't get that damn nigga brother guy. Shut up. Oh, happy 30th anniversary to John Cheney versus, Get him, coach! versus John Calipari. Man, all-timer. Yeah. All-timer John Cheney. Yeah. And unfortunately, like, I, I only saw, like, the the latter stages of John Cheney. So I didn't see, like, peak John Cheney. Right. But, man, it's someone that embodies the city of Philadelphia. I don't know if there's anyone better than, than John Cheney. Nah. No, coach was, uh, man, I'm, I, used to, I didn't even play for him, and I used to be afraid of him. Because <laughs> well, were you were you walking around? Were you working at Comcast when he was there? Again? Oh yeah, I did some shows with him. Oh yeah, I did some shows with Coach down there, and uh, he would always get on um, uh, Mike Kern. Um, he'd get on Barkhand too, you know. And uh, now I was fortunate enough. I think I may I may have did a show or two down there with Coach Man, but I, I just watching him from afar. I knew that type of coach. You know what I'm saying? Those are the type of coaches that I played for. That's how they got after you, man. Yeah, I mean, listen, you went Saban. You know, you've had some. I even had Ray Bob. Ray, Ray Rose was, that was a treat, too. Yeah. And I guess, <laughs> like, year. like growing up in, in Cincinnati, like, did you did you guys, like, know of, like, was John Cheney big enough oh, to yeah. where he went across the country? Oh, yeah. Because Temple was obviously different than it yes. is today. Like, yes. Like, Temple was that team, like, you know, inner city kids. So there were a few teams you would gravitate to. You know, I wasn't a Fab Five guy, no. so I didn't like the Fab Five. Um, Georgetown, because that was a predominantly black school. Mm-hmm. You had John Thompson as the head coach, and Temple, right? You know, you had Temple because John Cheney was the head coach. So you just didn't see a lot of African Americans. Uh, as head coaches in college basketball on TV a whole lot. And Temple was one of those teams that always popped up. They they would make the uh, the tournament run, right? The, the surprise run uh, in the NCAA tournament. And I think my first introduction into uh, Temple, was it was it uh, the Mark Macon team? When Mark Macon was a freshman, what year was Mark Macon a freshman? 
sometime in the that might have been late 80s 88 something like that 87 maybe well mark macon was obviously we could look it up but yeah that's that might have been the that might have been the first um my first introduction to temple basketball because he was such a uh a uh tremendous freshman player and that's back when uh when um got to stay four years no D- uh, dick vitale he would do his whole diaper dandy. dandy yeah the whole diaper dandy thing yeah yeah and, and he was one of the guys uh 87 88 so it was 87 88 yeah that yeah. sounds about right again it's just it's so it's a shame how far college basketball is falling yeah four-year guys dick vitale mm-hmm. big part of that biggies you had biggies college basketball oh, which is the best that was the best biggies college basketball but then you had those teams and temple plays cincinnati a lot yeah so we had the Bob Huggins matchup. You know, I mean, we had Huggins there mm-hmm. as he when he took over for Tony Yates. Tony Yates was terrible uh, for University of Cincinnati, but uh, once Bob Huggins got there, he kind of brought the program up to yeah. prominence. Yeah, and it's just so funny, like the different iterations of John Calipari, because like you know Calipari back then, back then UMass, yeah, it's like a, yeah. it like a used car salesman. <laughs> you know, uh, went to the went to the Nets, and there, mm-hmm. there's a good Kobe story with John. Like didn't John Calipari want them to draft him? Yeah, and then he, I think Kobe he, didn't want to play for the Nets. He didn't want to play for the Nets. Smart move. Yeah. <laughs> you know, a, a smart move. Calipari was out. Calipari had Marcus Canby. I thought he had a guard at UMass. I can't remember. But Marcus Camby was his best player oh, yeah. that he had at UMass. Yeah, eventually went number one overall. Yeah. Uh, and then, obviously, you know, went to Memphis and Derrick Rose, yep. which is ridiculous. And Memphis hasn't really been back since. Since. Had some, had some pretty good teams. Well, and then a lot of shady dealings. A lot of shady dealings with Memphis. And then <laughs> and now, like, everything he's probably doing back in the day is legal. You know? Oh, definitely, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, everything is legal now. Yeah, he's leveled. The, the playing field's been leveled for John Calipari. Yeah. You know, so, um, yeah, wow, 30 years, 30 years ago today. Right before, Coach, yeah. Right before I was born. Right before I was born. <laughs> yep, you weren't, yeah, you weren't even out there yet. I wasn't even out yet. The Twitter question brought to you by Mark's Jewelers, Valentine's Day. Shop Mark's Jewelers. Every purchase over $249 gets a free box of chocolates and a dozen roses online, marksyphonjewelers.com. Do you want the Eagles to pay us on Reddick this offseason or see what they can get in a trade? 70% say pay them. Who had a better run, Ike? 90s Adam Sandler or 2000s Will Ferrell? 2000s Will Ferrell. 60% saying Adam Sandler. Really? You kidding me? You got more people that are in on Adam Sandler? I mean, it was a good run, but I, I still think I think Will Ferrell's movies were funnier, and I like those easily. Movies. Yeah. Again, I got my few Adam Sandler movies that are like go-to movies, but I feel like the collection is is, is deeper with Will Ferrell. Yeah, seemed like he had better movies, and like I don't know. The dumb comedies, they're funny for right. a little bit. I feel, like, I feel like I watch Step Brothers over again. I could watch yeah. Anchorman. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Talladega Nights. <laughs> Talladega Ricky, Ricky Bobby, baby. Kicking and Screaming. Elf. I forgot Elf. Oh, Blades of Glory. Kicking and Screaming. Elf. No. Elf. Yeah, Blades, Blades of Glory. No. Blades of Glory was no. pretty good. It was pretty good. I liked good. it. It was yeah. funny. Not great. Yeah. It was like right out. It was like semi-pro, I think, it was his last. Yeah, it wasn't like, a classic. Really was, funny movie. Yeah, ice skating, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Let's check it back in with uh, Ja'Cory in Florida. What's happening, Jay? Hey, man, can y'all hear me now? We got you We now, got buddy. you, brother. Okay, good, good, good. But, yeah, I'm going to go to the uh, go ahead to the Hassan Reddick thing. Yeah, I, I want to bring him back. I, um, you know, I, you know, the only guy that has more, got more sacks than him is uh, Trey Henderson from the uh, Bengals, mm-hmm. T.J. Watt in the defense for the year, Miles Garrett the last two seasons. So he's been producing, had a bad pro bowler, you know, the reason why I think he he wants more money because I think he doesn't have any more guaranteed money on on his last year of his deal. So 
I would do like a two-year, three-year deal. Then if the thing about it is, what you going to do with Josh Sweat? Josh Sweat has one more year left, and I'll be hesitant to give him more money. Oh, yeah. Like, I will go in the way of just go, like, towards drafting a guy in the middle of the round or sign, like, a young guy that's for cheap and just moving Josh, just let him finish his contract out. Mm-hmm. Then um, then what that's going to happen is somebody's going to have to take a discount, Ike, whether it's Devontae or Landon Dickerson. Somebody who's come up with a new contract got to take a. Well, why would, um, why would they do that? Well, yeah, neither one of them are doing it. <laughs> well, because we're we're going to be strapped for cash. Well, that's not their problem. I know, I know, and it's how we got to figure it out. And I know some of y'all don't like this. We gonna have a lot of we gonna have to restructure a lot of contracts too to make up for mom, for more money. So yeah, with, oh, we'll know, get a lane restructure. I'm sure what like next month. Yes, it's yeah. Lane, Lane usually, yes. He's usually the restructure guy. <laughs> it's yeah. Lane season. Jalen's going to have to restructure his contract within a year and AJ and all that. So, that's, 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 well, yeah, they may, wind up, they may wind up restructuring. Why, why do I hear birds and yeah, everything? We're, we're, are you outside right now? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say, are you the zoo or I'm something? Getting, I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting my floors replaced in my house. My bad, I. Oh no, I just, I knew I heard the the, the, the birds. What, what, uh, what's the snow uh, day movie for you? Oh, okay, so Jack probably has never seen this before. Low down, dirty shame. Ah, Keenan no Ivory Wayans, Jada Pinkett Smith. No. Never seen Low Down, Dirty Shame. It's a good one. Low down, dirty shame. I, my 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 uh my crush is in there too. Sally Richardson. Sally Richardson. Man. In the uh in the photo of it, I could see why. <laughs> I can see why. Yeah. What else is she in? Posse. Uh, another movie you probably haven't seen. Dude, yeah. Mario Mario Van Peoples. Should we stop doing movie side topics? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just getting smoked. Oh, she's an Anaconda. Oh yeah, she was an Anaconda. Oh, she was an I am legend. Was she an I am Oh yeah, she was Will's wife. That's right. It was such a it was the the they blew up in the helicopter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a. Uh, it's, it's an underrated movie too. I saw I, I, I Am Legend. I Am Legend's boring. It was like three hours. No, yes. it's not. It was boring. It was too long. I mean, Hancock was better. Uh, Hancock boring definitely was not Hancock better. Hancock was a hundred percent better than I Am Legend. I saw I Am. I had nightmares from I Am Legend. Yeah, I liked I Am Legend. Yeah, it was fun. See, I like those movies where, you know, that's that's where you see his 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 acting range. Oh yeah. You know, because he basically had to carry that movie by himself. Yeah, because there's no one else in there's it. There's nobody besides his dog. You know? <laughs> exactly. I, so I, I am Legend, Hancock, or uh, Pursuit of Happiness. I am Legend, Pursuit of Happiness, then Hancock. I feel like Pursuit of Happiness. It's okay. I know, but I liked it a lot. It's a feel yeah, good story. I like it. It's a feel good story. I feel like it never it never gets talked about a lot, even though it's Will Smith. Yeah, but look in that movie wasn't that great either, man. <laughs> That's an '80s movie. It did create an all-time uh, GIF, though. You know, I mean, like it it, did. It's, a, it's a well-used GIF. <laughs> you know, it's a versatile GIF. Uh, let's go, Steven Sicklersville. What's happening, Steve? GIF. Hey, what's going on? What's up? What's up, Steve? Not much. So my whole thing is, I don't think Kelsey's going to retire. I just don't think he's going to play for the Eagles next year. Well, where do you think Whoa. he's going? Where do you think he's going? Kansas City. Absolutely. Why? You see him in the overalls. You see him with the mask. <laughs> well, he he's was. already endeared himself to the fans. So Andy he's Reed cheating on us? Him. Yeah, well, you, would you want a three-peat or would you want to go back to a head coach that just got stripped of everything? 
So you know what I'm wondering, Steve? How do do people react to that if that happens? Uh, Eagles fans, obviously. People will be hot at first, but if they win a three-peat, ain't nobody going to bat it. No, I'm not going to. Well, no, no, I mean Eagles fans. Oh, I'd be be bitter. Of course you'd be bitter. I I wouldn't be mad at him, but I'd be bitter. Why wouldn't you be mad at him? Why wouldn't you be mad at him? (laughs) Because would you rather play for Kansas City or the Eagles right now? He's an right eagle. Now? What, He's not the, a chief. But he gets a chance to play with his brother. Yeah, why can't we get the brother here? <laughs> because <laughs> the Chiefs have a better chance of winning. <laughs> I would not handle Jason Kelsey not playing another year and decide to go play in Kansas City. Well, well, why don't you think he said yes or no? Look what we're doing to Hassan right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, it's a business. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, listen, I, I've because I've had people tweet this at me as well. Um, I do wonder how, how would the fan base react to Jason Kelsey deciding to move on from the Eagles and then go team up with his brother in Kansas. I mean, City. he'd be a traitor. Like, there's it's well, it's, it's all it's all of like the parade love. For, most of it, all, all, <laughs> most of it would be gone. Most of it would be. Well, gone. You, Nah, nah. Yes. For you, yeah, because you like the Phillies, but, you know. <laughs> yes. I do like Jason Kelsey, and I love Jason Kelsey. I, I wouldn't be able to survive him playing somewhere else after he could play here again. Well, so the other thing I thought about is think about how many times we talked about him retiring, go be a backup center in KC, a little, little easier on the bones. I mean, it, it just it seems like it could all line up to make sense for the man. I got you. Steve, what's your uh, go-to snow day movie? Zach and Mindy make a porno. Yeah, it's an interesting one. Huh? <laughs> no, it's a Seth Rogen. It's not. Yeah, it's not. What? It's not an actual pornographic film. Well, I figured that when you didn't, you didn't dump the, the call or anything. So no. I, I figured you knew well, what it was. Well, when he told me on the phone, I was thinking, I was like, wait, is he giving me a sketchy answer here? But I, I remembered. No, it was, it was, it was all right. I have no idea. Never heard of it. Yeah, it, it was not really your your style of comedy. It's like, yeah, I'm like, never heard of it. What, uh, what's it called again? Zach and Mary make a porno. Zach and Mary. 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 Zach and Mary make a porno. Yeah, because they, they, they need to make some money. And it's a comedy. Yeah. and then, <laughs> It was in the Seth Rogen run where he's doing like Pineapple Express. I did not like Seth Rogen. I'm not a Seth Rogen. Yeah. I don't think he's very funny. Yeah, I'm not a Seth Rogen guy. Not at all. What, what movie? He did play in something that I, I watched, though. Right? Yeah, he played in one of the popular movies. Yeah, he was. I don't know if he was the star in the movie, though. Was Pineapple Express him or no? I thought Pineapple Express was him. I didn't I see that. So. I didn't see Pineapple Express. Yeah. He's a little, a smidge overrated, I would say. He's in yeah. Super Bad, if he saw Super Bad. Maybe that's what. He was, was in This Is the End? No. Sausage Party? Whoa. <laughs> Balls, oh, dude, I saw that. It was Holy terrible. Cow. It was so bad. It was, it was, it was all-time bad. I want to see a pattern with Seth Rogen in these movies, man. Sausage party. We'll go back to the phones here in one second, but first, here's Ike. For years, you've heard Dr. Glad on WIP talking about his amazing services, right? Now, you know, I'm bald. Some will say beautiful as well, but not everyone can be so lucky. Dr. Glad and the Glad Group, they know so many people that think hair restoration is one and done. What is wrong with you, man? It's a one and done procedure, but that's not the case. You haven't made that shot one time yet. I made it last week. That's My not true. My goodness. The Glad Group has restoration treatments to strengthen before you need a hair transplant, as well as options to maintain your existing hair after a transplant, and their newest option is completely non-invasive. No needles, no pain and no downtime. It's called TED, which stands for Transepidermal Delivery. It's where growth factors are delivered directly to the hair follicles and both men and women are seeing great results from this procedure. What are you waiting for? Give my friends 
at the GLAT Group a call. Always at the forefront of technology. Give them a call today at 610-980-4000 or drglat.com. That's 610-980-4000 or drglat.com. And tell them Ikery sent you. He was in Knocked Up. Have you seen Knocked That's Up? That's the one I've seen. Yeah, Knocked, Knocked Up's pretty good. That's the one I've seen. That's a pretty good one. Yeah, I By knew the, it was in something that I saw. By the way, um, yeah. do we really think that, that Kylie Kelsey is going to let Jason play for the for the Chiefs? There's no way that's happening. <laughs> Come on. No way. <laughs> Come on, man. There's no way that's happening, yeah. <laughs> she wouldn't even wear it to the Super Bowl. Nope. nope. There's no way that's happening. No, exactly right. There's no way that she's allowing that to happen. They're not moving to Kansas City for a little nope. bit. Nope. Well, she'll let him move out there by himself. Yeah, he can live with Travis. Yeah. He can be roommates like back in Cincinnati. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But where's yeah. Taylor going to live? I mean, that's a, that's a whole big problem. Well, let's see if we get back to next season with Taylor. Dude, they're getting married. They're going to they're gonna live 20 years of happily ever after and have kids. I hope so. I, listen, I hope so. I got, I got no problem with it. I hope that Taylor finds love. You know, she's been on, she's been on the dating scene for a while. Settle down with Travis Kelsey. Just does not seem like a long-term situation. Yeah. Well, I mean, have fun all you want to right now. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Yoshi's <laughs> in Brewery Town. What's happening, Yosh? Jacket, baby. Big Ike, Mr. Bald and Beautiful himself. <laughs> Talking about Dr. Glock. I mean, Dr. Glock. <laughs> Dr. Glock. This is cool, my boy. <laughs> Hey, man. Hey. Oh, 40 year old virgin, too. Oh, he isn't 40 year old virgin. 40 year old virgin. You're right. Yes. You're right. See, yes. Donovan see, Jess now, Pat. Get, and that's what I wanted to touch on. It ain't Seth Rogen that's funny. All the movies, he, the cast of characters around him yes. and the different things they do are hilarious. So you're, like, do you think he's a system <laughs> comedy guy? So, like, he has to be in the right system? <laughs> Yeah, he, 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 yo, he's in the right system. He brought, he brought Yeah, wow, Brock <laughs> Rogan, Brock Rogan. Yeah, yeah, I'm telling you, everybody in those 40-year-old virgin, virgin, everybody in that movie was funny except for him. I mean, Observer Report. Everybody <laughs> in that movie was funny. I agree. Except for him. You look at, uh, what's that one, what's name, when the boy was acting like Kim Jong-un or whatever, uh, the, the interview or whatever. Everybody like they match him up with like somebody that's funny. Yeah, so like, James look Franco at, um, on that. Yeah, James Franco is not a comedic actor, but he makes the movie funny, just like Pineapple Express. They go buy the weed from him. Then you know the monkey and all that different stuff. I mean, no, <laughs> all of that stuff makes the movie like it's the people that's around him. He's not a funny dude. It's just they they put him with a good group of people, and I think that I think that's like his his comedy team. Just like Sandler, Sandler wasn't super funny, but he got the the cast of characters in the movie. Right, there's a the funny people mm-hmm. because you know like when you look at the movies without Sandler in it, we're saying all those they, they he be behind the movie, but all his dudes they just funny dudes. You know, you know I, I just had to get that out there. Yeah, it's a pretty good take, Yoshi. Pretty good yet, pretty good take. You know, I, 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 sometimes I, I, I can. Sometimes I get hit. You know what I mean? I've got 500 sometimes. Sometimes 261. If, if that's a real number, Jack, you know, I ain't a baseball guy. Uh, keep on time, man. I saw with things like you got a dude who go on and say, I, I'm from the air. Like, this, this is home. I'm trying to negotiate. I ain't say nothing about a trade. I'm trying to negotiate what's name. Uh, to stay here, like he, like if this dude say he don't want to go nowhere, I'm keeping him. When you look at when you look at the defense, Hassan the only one going full tilt. We're saying 95 percent of the time, man. 
like, and somebody said, what's his name? Like, he about to be 30, or it might have been yesterday I heard it somewhere. Dude will be 30, what's his name, in the third week of the season, and he's not one of those dudes that look like he's slowing down mm-hmm. at the eight. And then, like I said yesterday, he's in a bad defense, and they playing him out of position. He still got 11 sacks. Like, come on, man. What's his name? And the only reason you can key in on him because ain't nobody else doing nothing else. Right. Like, <laughs> pay him. I think he'll take a hometown, a hometown discount. Meet him halfway. You got you got to pay that dude. Who you going to trade for, man? If you ain't trading for Jair Alexander, don't trade him. What's his name? If you can't make that trade happen, you keep him. And then Jair ain't going to be as good if you ain't got somebody like Hassan Wade. Exactly. Yep. Like, come on, man. You got to meet – like, stop letting our dudes get away, man, especially dudes who really don't want to leave. I'm still upset about the CJ thing. Dudes that want to stay here, and, and then you go – they go somewhere else, and you even like, dang, he only got paid that? Mm-hmm. Like, man, you, you, you got to try to meet these dudes where, where they need to be met at. And, and real quick before I go, uh-huh. uh, it, it's something I like that uh, Andy Andy said – what's his name? And Deffer? On, on his uh, – no, 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 never. Andy Reid. What's name? Andy said when they got down last year and they was having some them bad spots, they never pointed fingers and the yep. guys stuck together. Yep. Man, what's name? Like that's what I was saying yesterday. Like if you man, like when when that, that's when you find out who you are. Mm-hmm. When things going bad, like I I can say it many a times. When things going good, what's name? Hey, everybody gonna look all right. But the the test is. When it's going bad, man, like, are you going to stress out? Is anxiety going to take over? Are you going to hold firm, what's name, and, and get the job done? And when Andy said that, I was like, man, and then it come out, everybody against each other, blaming everybody here in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Yo, we, you got to get that out the building. And real quick, I be trying to get out of here without saying something by one, but I always, I, you be starting me up. What, Sally Richardson. Mm. Sally Richardson. Talk boy, to him. She, Talk to him. I, I, I follow her on Instagram. She still look good. She mm. married to that young boy from uh, still married to that boy from the Cosby <laughs> Show, Robert. Still married to that young boy. Wow, I mean, really? Huh? I said, wow, really? That's who she's married to? <laughs> I'm married to him. Been married over 20 years, I think. I wow. Okay. And I'm gonna tell you right now, Sally Richards is a vampire, man. She ain't aging a bit. I. Boy, you cook. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, I know it. What is happening? Boy, I, hey, Relax, I Yosh. Just... Stay on the road. Stay on the road. All right, all right, all right. All right. Let me get back. I can yeah. see. I can see. Whoa, I love y'all guys. I was doing it, boy. He just made me up, boy. He just started me up. All right, Yosh. All right, there it goes. Yosh Green for every time. Get him out of here. Man, he is, he is a problem. He is fired up. I know. I mean, it's, you know. He was excited. He was. And this last, you know, since we've been doing the side topic, obviously more mm-hmm. movies, bringing up all the old memories for Yosh. Uh, real quick, something Yosh brought up when he talked about Big Red. Talking about uh, leadership and leadership stepping up. First of all, Fletcher pointed out uh, during the season, late in the season, when he said, "We're going to see what guys are made of now. Mm-hmm. You know, time to stop talking. We're going to see what guys are made of." To me, that was a little bit of a peek into what they could have felt like was an issue there. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> like, so I know we're doing radio, but I thought it's funny. Oh, like you I'm, the, peeking, you I'm peeking into the window. Yeah, oh, yes. This is how you peek. <laughs> I was like, oh man. <laughs> 
It's a good point, though. I just couldn't, I couldn't look past yeah, it. You can see it. Yeah, you, you see me. I, I talk with my hands a yeah, lot. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. You're physically doing the peaking <laughs> motion. Um, but, yeah, no, I agree. Like, yeah. Fletch talked about it. And I, I meant to bring this up earlier. And I don't know who Josh Sweat was talking about, but remember after the Cowboys game when Josh Sweat mm-hmm. said, you know, we got to yep. start pulling for each other or, or – Or trusting each other or something like that. Like, that's what, that was interesting. And I do remember that. I don't know if it was about Hassan Reddick, but I mean Hassan Reddick at that point maybe he's doing more like I need to go get my stats. Well, how about this? Who who I don't know if it was uh, Brenton Covey or because I think Jordan Mailata may have spoken uh, over the last few days when he was out there, but somebody talked about miscommunication with the players and the coaches. That was Covey. That was Covey, and then he said you even had players pointing fingers at each other. Covey, like. Again, that's another peek into what was going on behind the scenes. And the question I have is, like, are those guys still going to be here? If they are still here, can they work that stuff out? Mm -hmm. Because that's going to be the only way they win in 2024 is if they're pulling in the same direction. Yep. 215-592-9494 is how you get in. On the other side, the top five at five today with Francisco, which is always interesting. We'll see what Francisco has for us today on the afternoon show on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Bet the NBA with a no-sweat same-game parlay from FanDuel in partnership with Valley Forge Casino every Thursday with TNT Thursdays. Now, it doesn't matter if you're new to FanDuel or already have an account. You'll get bonus bets back if your same-game parlay doesn't win on any NBA on TNT game. NBA same-game parlays are the perfect way to combine your bets for a chance to score a bigger payday. However you want to play, just head to FanDuel.com slash Ike to bet the NBA with a no-sweat same-game parlay with TNT Thursdays. Again, that's FanDuel.com slash Ike. And make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 94WIP. Five o'clock, Sports Radio 94, WIP. Jack Fritz alongside Ike Reese on this Tuesday afternoon. A lot on the table today. Hassan Reddick. Should the Eagles pay him? Should they trade him? Uh, we'll give you the best snow day movie. Not not movie involving a snow day, but you know the movie <laughs> that you watch during a snow day uh, for your chance to win a $50 Hooters gift card. But as we do every day around this time, we get to the top five of five today with Francisco Rojas. All right, so uh, this morning, I know it doesn't look like it outside right now, but we had a uh, pretty bad snowstorm. Pretty remarkable how quickly it's gone from like four to six inches of snow, at least where I was, to this. Yeah, it's uh, it's perfectly clear. Pretty, clear pretty, pretty crazy. Um, so, but this morning reminded me of how much I despise winter, uh, and I think it's pretty much the the worst season uh, that we have. Could not yeah. disagree more. Uh, so yeah, so let's get to uh, let's get to number five. Uh, number five. Uh, people, especially like this year, uh, you know, people getting sick. I feel like it's just, uh, especially like the last like couple of weeks to a month. Mm-hmm. I mean, the sicknesses that have gone around, it's just, uh, it's been really bad. So yeah, that's, that's number five. What are we doing? Hold on. What's the topic again? Yeah. What, what, what Top five is reasons why winter is terrible. Because <laughs> of sicknesses? Top five reasons. <laughs> Dude. 
<laughs> you want to start over? <laughs> number five is people getting sick. Yeah, it's number five. Yeah, it's gotten bad this oh, year. Are you trying yeah. to be sympathetic to our, our boss, Rod Lakin? No, this is... Oh, is he sick? Yeah, he's got a Rod Lakin flu game. This, this is, is not no. This yeah, it's it's, it's it's flu game. That's a, convincing Kelsey is the Rod Lake and is yes. the Rod Lake and flu game. I will agree with you. I feel like there's been an uptick in sicknesses, but also like you know, it comes with the territory. Yeah, but that's why. But I mean, it doesn't happen in the summer. It comes the with the territory for kids. There's there, there is a, an alarming amount of adults. There is that are being sick and NBA players. It, exactly. I was getting ready to say including NBA players. There you go. Yes. I didn't even think about him yet. Yes. So that, that adds to Well, it. we got three players every other night is, is, is Maxi, out part of, of the illness. Maxi yeah. almost pissed, missed two games. Relax. <laughs> Maxi almost missed two games with some kind of illness. I mean, what are we doing? It felt like a month. Yeah, I mean, especially in NBA circles. All right. <laughs> Tobias was out again with the illness. At least that was a hip. <laughs> they switched it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah a, little, a hip pointer. Yeah. Uh, by the way. So refreshing watching the Sixers without Tobias. Nah, I couldn't. It was tough on me last night. (laughs) It's tough to watch. All right. What's number four and why winter sucks? Uh, Number four, uh, people are always in, I feel like, you know, they're in a worse mood, depressed. Ah, That's for sure. You know what I mean? Like, you get get to December. I mean, I know it's holiday time towards the end of the month. But after the holidays. Yeah, it's it's after the holidays. No one's happy. I I haven't seen a smile around here in in, in months. I haven't been happy in a month, that's for sure. Well, that's because of the Eagles. I was going to say, Eagles are kind of bad. And it's, it's, I mean, up until, I guess, the last few days, it's been great for him for three, four weeks straight. Well, I thought we lived in the Pacific Northwest because it was. It, was, it felt like it was raining every single yeah. day. So that's enough to, to to have you in a foul mood. Yeah, it'll bring you down. But yeah. I will say, but you didn't you didn't let out a nice smile when you saw the snow this morning. No, really. No, I still I still have a childlike joy when I see snow. No, nah, I was pissed. You're pissed. Yeah, I had to I had to get the snow off my car. Oh, you know what so, I mean? Oh, so all that. I'm, I'm tired of all that, man. Come on, it's so tough. <laughs> so far through the first two, would you say that Mrs. Rojas is is proud of your list so far today, or is your uh, mom down on? We'll, it? we'll we'll talk about it later. I'm not sure. <laughs> okay, I'll right. give you a heads up. She doesn't like this one. She's totally disappointed in you right now. Yeah. What's next? Unpredictable. Uh, poor, poor Fran, then. What's uh, Number three. Uh, this is, especially the last, like, four or five years, my hands are always getting dry. I always have to use lotion. It's 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 it's, it's disgusting. Huh? <laughs> use the lotion in his hands because they do dry. Yeah, it's but. like every five minutes. You I feel like I'm looking at hands? Up, yeah, it's, it's, it's terrible. Well. I had to buy, like, a special type of lotion one year because it was just getting real bad. Well. I'm sure you weren't getting that for your hands. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. Of course you have to make it about that. <laughs> it was coming to that sooner or later, yeah. With you and the lotion. Yes, uh, lotion is something that uh, I use quite often. It's good. It's a good breakdown <laughs> my on hands, lotion. Man, my hands. Oh, okay. okay. Hands, my feet, my, my, my legs. What else? My feet. Okay, good. Yeah, hands and feet, man. It's just mainly for, for my well, hands. It, well, when you get to the winter months of the year... You know, your skin starts to crack. You're not getting as much sunlight. So lotion, getting that vitamin C into your skin, right? it's good for you. Yeah. It's good for you. Well, vitamin well I'm D just saying, most uh, is vitamin D. Well, vitamin D is the one with the sun. So you think, Okay, then maybe that's what I mean. Vitamin D is like the orange. Okay, I knew it was one of the uh, letters of the alphabet with the Believe vitamin. Believe me, I could 100. Vitamin E, what is that for? Something. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about vitamin B? I don't know vitamin I've never B. even heard of vitamin B. It's out there. Is it? Is there a vitamin A? <laughs> Haven't heard of vitamin A either. Only C, D? D, there's, that, there's vitamin and E. And E. Yeah. And I don't know if it goes past that. This is not the brightest show. Well, again, and, and here's the thing, <laughs> is that 
I don't know how all these people know all this stuff on Twitter. You know, because they let us know within milliseconds. Well, 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 listen, it's not the same person. That's first of all. Yeah. So the so the knowledge is is, is spread out throughout the Delaware Valley. Correct. We're, we're basically shooting fish in a barrel. But that's what we do, and we know we're going to be corrected. Yeah, that's all right. It's all about accountability. <laughs> Man, it really is. Yeah. All it really right. Is. So, 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 about- so- <laughs> Just saying, I'm I'm a fan of lotion. That's all. I, I, was I really can tell. Saying. I can tell. So so far, <laughs> bad parts about winter is uh, is sickness. Yes. Mm-hmm. People are down. Yes. And lotion. Yeah, they're, they're pretty, pretty big ones. Yeah. Yeah, and I I, I normally use the um, what is it the uh, the thicker lotion. I got like. Yeah, rough skin, man. So you need to, like the thicker lotion to sort of. Yeah, I see. I let my skin. You know, you guys, you got fair skin. You know, you're not dark complected. You know what I mean? So you don't really see ash on you guys. Yeah, me, it look like I box a, a, a pound of flour if my hands aren't necessarily lotioned up. I gotcha. I got gotcha. chapstick, all that stuff. Yeah, see, I've never been a big lotion guy at all. So I let yeah. my I let my hands just get incredibly dry. Yeah. Although I have started. Don't act like you don't use lotion on my face. Yeah. Yes. Now it's on my face because I'm starting to look like really bad. Like yeah. I was like dead tired. Skin peeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of that. But now I got the, the lotion on the face. Now I'm glowing. Wait, wait yeah. till I shave. <laughs> if I ever shave. What's next? A lot of lotion. Uh, number two. Uh, so playing wise, I can't play tennis because it's always, it's, you know, the, it's cold out. Like I, I might play if it's like over like 40, 45 degrees. But most of the time, you know, it's it's, it's under 40. You keep, so, so number two, what the you hell are you talking hold about hold right hold now? Can't there's, play two, there's two parts to this. Yes, tennis. I don't care to play indoor tennis. I don't feel like paying to go play somewhere. Okay. Uh, and then the other part of this, no baseball. And you appreciate this, yeah, for okay. sure. <laughs> We're that definitely is kissing up to him. Yeah, 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 yeah but yeah, yeah. Sure. I, I just knew that he would like it. But this is well, baseball's close though. I mean, it's it's, yeah, it's you but, know, P's and C's tomorrow. Um, I, I'd probably work you at tennis though, if I have to be honest. No, there's no, no way. No, there's way. no way you're good at tennis. Have you played tennis? Yeah. I feel like you've never played tennis. I played tennis. I'm just a little a little heftier tennis player. When's the, when's the last time you played tennis? I don't know, like ten years ago. Yeah, it's yeah. We'll set it up. Yeah, I mean, last time I played was 15 years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And guess who I was on the court with? Uh, Pete Sampras. Nope. Close, though. John McEnroe. Really? Oh, okay. Right. Oh, yeah. Me and you, we played a doubles match against John McEnroe and just anybody. I don't even know who the young lady was, but she, I don't know if he pulled her out of the stands or whatever. How did this happen? Oh, it's through WIP, and it was set up through. They used to do some type of tennis. The Philadelphia Freedom? Yes. They used to do that out there, King of Pressure. And... You know, I was—I think I might have been a year out of out of football. Yeah. So I was still sort of athletic at the time. Yeah. No, no match for John McEnroe. I think he allowed us to score one point. And then he showed us that there was a difference. Yeah. Yeah. Did he yell at you? He did yell. I, I enjoyed that part. I think like that has to be part of his bit, right? Yeah. Like, that's what I looked at it. Yeah. yeah. And, and by the way, we're in front of a bunch of people. It's in a, an arena. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was not – it was a great experience. Yeah, of course. It was a great experience. I think it's an all-time great. John McEnroe, man. That's that's a, that's an eye grease, you know. It's pretty good. I don't pull that one out very often. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> well, as long as you got lotion, you should be all right. What's 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 number one? Uh, number one is uh, it's the it's the cold weather. I'm, I feel like the older I get, the, I knew y'all were going to have Dude, this reaction. I don't care. It's my number one. The number one worst part about winter. Yes, cold. I'm tired really? of the cold weather. I feel like the older I get, the more I get grumpy about it, the more I don't want to be outside. I'm done with it. Yeah. I'd rather move somewhere where it's warm all the time. 
That might have been the worst top five I've ever heard <laughs> in my life, man. Time, dude. I mean, it's... bring back the Black History Month top five. Bring that back. <laughs> well, I can't tell if there's... Versus, versus your cold weather. Here's what I can't tell. is Was that 10 minutes of... Uh, was that funny for people? Or was it so... Was it, was it bad enough that people turned it off? Well, nobody turns it off. No one turns it off. No. But, like, you know, I think I feel like they're so bad they're good. That's the fran- – like, yeah. if there was a brand for Francisco Rojas, it's the top <laughs> I feel like they're either the Hall of Fame ones, which I know you like. Yeah, well, it's the great Hall of Fame ones, ones yeah. What yeah. Hall of Fame ones? The, the future WIP Hall of Famers with me at number one. That was terrible, yeah. It's a great one. Francisco. <laughs> love you, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. I love you, too. I do, man. But – what 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 are you doing? What, what are we gonna do Thursday? <laughs> when he got cooked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You start on Thursdays. Yeah, start on it now. Who gets picked on more on the show, Francisco or Herb? Fran. Fran. We, 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 we moved yeah. to Fran. Yeah, we Fran's moved to number yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. We moved to you, and for good reason too, by the way. Yeah, I mean, holy I mean, you mean, actually give us a, yeah, you give us a lot of material. You do give us a lot of material. I mean, that's what, what here for. That's what we're here for. <laughs> Number one, worst part of winner, Great the content. cold. <laughs> the cold. No, no belief, really. Interesting. <laughs> New take on winner. It's cold by Francisco Rojas. <laughs> All right, this segment <laughs> sponsored by Guy Door and Windows. Take advantage of Guy Door and Windows. Big winter sale through February. Receive 40% off all windows and doors. Call 1-877-GO-GUIDE or visit gogyda.com. What are we going to say? No, I was just going to say, just remember, Fran, there's always the next day. There always is, just like baseball. <laughs> when did you come up with that top five? At about uh, 3 is- o'clock, 3.30. This was in the talk, actually. This was like two weeks ago. Oh, this is two, you see, this is two weeks ago. You've had this one in the yeah, it was in the holster. You said I've been thinking of you something. Said, oh, I, I got, like, a, go, I got a good one. I got a good one. What sucks about winter? The cold, number one. He went with, he went with people getting sick. Yeah, I know. It's getting worse. Lotion. Lotion. Which we we took it a hundred different ways. Yeah, 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 yeah. Seasonal depression. We got we got. Uh, uh, the baseball pitchers and yeah, catchers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And tennis. He can't play tennis. Oh, yeah. He can't play tennis outside. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's bad for me. Come on. <laughs> yeah, can't get cardio you, any other way. Yeah, I bet you got tennis elbow, too. That's, that's, what, that's what the lotion's for. 123 million people watch the Super Bowl. Most watched TV event of all time. Awesome. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. I don't know why I brought that up. I feel like it was a transition period. Rob's in Overbrook. What's happening, Rob? Well, what's going on, guys? Ike, how you guys doing? I'm doing great, Rob. What's up, brother? Oh, before I wanted to share something with you about Mr. Uh, John Cheney before I get to my, my Hassan Reddy point of view, because it's okay with you. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. He was my uh, physical education teacher at Simon Gratz High in 1970, 71, and 72. Really? Yeah. He would take money out of his own pocket. You remember they had, used to have home economic classes? Yes. Well, not, I don't remember it, but yes, I've heard of them. He would take money out of his pocket and buy eggs and bacon and bread and feed us because we were hungry, we were poor. Mm. And the school board made him stop doing that. He could, he should have played in the NBA, but there was a, uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, you don't, you don't let enough. It, uh, it only allowed a certain amount of blacks as a quota. Mm-hmm. So he, he didn't make the NBA that that year. He was a tremendous ball handler at Bethune Cookman uh, College. Great, great player. I mean, you think Kyrie can handle the ball? Yeah, John Cheney had better handles than Kyrie. Yeah, what he did was uh, uh, against. Uh, he, he, I think he played at Ben Franklin. 
And in the public league championship game, he dribbled the clock out in the last three minutes, and the other five guys couldn't take it from him. So, he, hold on, he dribbled the ball for three straight minutes? Yeah, but there's no shot clock. Well, I know. I'm just saying. Somebody I didn't foul? I still don't think there's a shot clock in high school basketball in PA. I, I still don't think there's a shot clock. It's insane. But he was a great, great, great. He should have played in the NBA. Great player. Yep. And he never projected that bitterness about what, you know, what, you know, what was done to him because, you know, the quote of black players in the NBA at that time. But, mm-hmm. you know, he, he should have been an NBA player. So he's saying he kept that, he kept that chip on his shoulder. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. he never projected it negatively. That's right. Really yeah. Funny. Yeah. Just use it as motivation. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Hassan Reddick, I think they should resign the guy, give him the money he wants, and take him over to the bank and give him a standing ovation. <laughs> you know, they love to give out standing ovations over there, man. So yeah. I, why, why can't we give Hassan Reddick one? Well, he's already, you know? he's fine. He's, he's had double digit sacks. He doesn't need the standing O. <laughs> he, he needs a standing Hey, come on. Why does he need a standing O for? He's fine. Because they give them things over there like chicklets, man. Everybody, yeah, we gave away. We a, give. We did one standing. Anybody o. get a standing o over there? You know, we did one standing o, and you're welcome, by the way. <laughs> we did, the man deserves a standing o. Uh, uh, come on, man. Fritz. I know, I know. It's all good, Rob. What's your uh, What's your go to snow day movie? Uh, my go to snow day movie is. Uh, Pulp Fiction. Oh, great answer. Another good one. Great answer, Rob. Appreciate Please don't tell me. I have seen Pulp okay. Fiction. I probably need to watch it again, though, because I feel like it's such a great movie. I, oh, I've yeah. only seen it once. You've it's only co- seen it once? Yeah. It's confusing when you see it the first time. I've seen it like two or three times. It's still like hard for me to like fully understand it. Is that one of the things that sucks about winter, Pulp Fiction? That one, too. Sure. <laughs> Yeah, Twitter isn't handling your top five very well. Yeah, getting mixed reviews on the yeah. top five. Mixed <laughs> can't reviews. win them all. I know, I know these actually aren't mixed reviews. They're pretty much the same review. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But Nothing mixed about these. <laughs> Brooks is in Northeast Philly. What's happening, Brooks? Hey, guys. What's up, y'all? What's up, Brooks? Hey, can I start with my snoring movie? Sure. Yeah. Goonies, man. All the time. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Goonies? You, you saying Goonies, Jack? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's not that's a, that's a, oh yeah that's a, that's an eighties movie yeah it's good yes, Goonies is a classic sir yeah yeah I'm an eighties guy so Goonies I grew up with Goonies so yeah, yeah. but um I'm surprised Jack has seen yeah I mean a long time ago but I have <laughs> yeah. I have I have seen Goonies yes yeah you can't lose with that no. hey gentlemen I'm gonna try to be um you know kind of specific and um if Angel who we say he is or who we think he is mm-hmm. then I think what what I want from him is the minute he Stand on the field with his players, with his, de- with his defensive players. Pitt Davis has no guard, no deep tackle pass rush. No, no, no. We need you to go the other week, big guy. We need you to put like <laughs> 20 more pounds of girth on. Stop the losing. 20 more? On, yeah, on who? Hassan Reddick? No, Davis. Yeah, no, Davis. I, uh, Davis. Oh, we can't have that. No, he can't. There's no way I we want him to be. I want him to look like Wolford. That's what I want him to be. I want him to <laughs> no, kill that no, 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 no. center. I want him to kill it. I don't want him to be in the gas or all that. No, no, no. 20 more pounds. We may be at 400. <laughs> but I want him to be right over that center, man. And you know what? And Nolan Smith is not. I don't think he's a DN. I don't think he's a pass rushing DN. I think he's a linebacker. I do, too. I, think, I, 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 I actually think we should use him all over the field. Like, blitz him from everywhere. Like, let him be a joker. Let him, like, blitz from the middle, from the outside. Mm-hmm. I mean, let him, let him play in coverage. He's not a down lineman because I think he's too small. And I think that we're not using his speed and his hitting ability to the best of his ability. I think we got to use him that way. And we got to keep Hassan ready because Nolan is not ready. He's just not that player. 
So I'm thinking if we get specific with certain players, and you got to – listen, if Kelsey come back, Jurgens is not a guard. So that's one less year, one more year on Jurgens that he got to play guard. That He's not a true guard. We need him at center, and Kelsey might need to go coaching where, go on TV, what he do. But if you're going to keep with Jason again, then – well, Jer- I thought to- Jericho was pretty fine last year at guard. I mean, well, something was wrong he, with our running game. Well, but good. then he went out though, where the run game kind of fell apart, and then he came oh, yeah. back. I mean, remember that where he missed like six weeks and not well, six weeks feels. I don't like think he's something a like a guard pick. because he's not big, right? Like he's not a natural guard because he's not a a big guy. Like Landon is a natural guard. Like Landon can play on the inside anywhere. Yeah. Like if you're going to have a guard there, you need someone that has some size and some girth. I think Jergens is a natural center. So, I mean, you know, Jason, if you want to coach, you want to go on TV, that's 12 well, days. We're trying to convince good. Kelsey tomorrow to come back. You're, you're kicking <laughs> nah. him to TV. Brooks is like, nah, it's yeah. time to go. Yeah, it's I mean, time I mean, to go, big have, fella. I mean, listen, you know, we always say hold on to players too long. I mean, all right, you know what I mean? We got to move on. At some point, we got to give Jurgen the center spot and get a guard, or if we have the guard on the team already. I mean, we got to move yeah. on at some point. No, nah, it's true. So, yeah, I got, yeah. You. I got you, Brooks. Appreciate the call. It would be funny if three years after drafting Jason Kelsey's replacement, if he's back out there week one. Right. <laughs> I, I'll tell you this. Coming off of this week, I feel like he's going to retire. There's something, there's something about um, – the way that he's been enjoying himself, that it sort of says, I'm done playing. I don't know what it is, though. It, it, it's the, the whole thing, right? We, we can't envision him playing somewhere else. Or can we? And then in the whole Eagles thing, it, it almost feels like there is an agreement here that he would go ahead and move on. Yeah, I guess and retire. Th- there's a couple things I can't figure out. One, he, Travis has been in the Super Bowl before, but we've never seen Jason, Jason like this. Jason like this. Well, one of the Super Bowls Jason was in. I know, but yeah. there, there are two more before that, right? Yeah. He was probably down at the Miami one. Yeah, I just, but it wasn't like this. No, I agree. Like he's he's just agree. gone to a different stratosphere. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's he's looked like he's retired. But, but at the same time, like – He's clearly having a lot of fun now, mm-hmm. but like the Super Bowl's over. Like the the Jason Kelsey fun era, the fun tour might be done. right. The tour is done. Yeah, now you're right. That's why he said he still needs a couple of weeks. Yeah, well, because his body might need to recover yes. from, from the parting that's been going on right. the last little bit. Yeah. So we'll see. How I guess he feels in a couple of weeks of like, was that? Does he want more of that? But he can't do that every week. You know what I mean? Like it can't be all. What the, a partying? Well, he can't. Yeah, he can't do like this. What, what's been going on on playoffs? Oh hell no. 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 This was. It almost feels like this was his swan song. Like he was, he was enjoying himself on his way out. Like it, it, it sort of felt like that. You know what I'm not feeling is I don't get a sense that he wants to play next year. Yeah, I, I, it's it's weird. Him saying if I want to play, I'll, I'll play. Right. Well, you can clearly still play. Yeah, it's obvious you you can you can still play. But maybe he's looking for some clear reason to say, "No, nah, you're done." And, yeah. that, and maybe that hasn't happened yet. Yeah, and, and maybe the Eagles aren't nipping at his heels saying one more. I mean, they know what that's going to cost. If I'm the Eagles, you kind of want to move on from Fletcher and Jason because you got to pay some of these other guys. Do you want to put that type of money back into those guys for another year? So I I don't know. I don't know. I thought he was – I thought – listen, I still think he should play next year. It just doesn't feel like – 
he's going to play next year. Well, you know what he needs? Yeah. Us to convince him tomorrow. That's why tomorrow I think that could be the tipping point. <laughs> to convince Kelsey. If you had to guess, do you think Kylie wants him to play? Uh, so in, in the documentary, I remember she said, I can't wait till he's done. Mm-hmm. But – that was also like when it was trending towards that, the, the doctor. They hadn't gone to the Super Bowl. They hadn't done all those things yet. Yeah, I know. The last two years has been different for Jason Kelsey. They went to the Super Bowl last year, and now he has this newfound celebrity. He's doing interviews with Shaq. Like he's, like, he's having LeBron come on. LeBron wants to come on New Heights. So Jason Kelsey has gone to a different stratosphere when it comes to celebrity. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So he he is out there now as a sports celebrity who's going to be a personality that's that's a fixture in this. He's not going quietly to go home to be with the kids. Like, he's still going to be Jason Kelsey. Yeah, I think if if I'm reading Kylie right, it's like, have your fun, go play. Like, if you want to go play, go play. And by the way, I'm glad he's not doing the whole – and this doesn't mean not a great dad. And I'm not taking a shot. I don't want anybody to take this the wrong way. But I'm glad he's not doing the whole I want to be at home spending more time with my kids thing. Now, that sounds like that's a bad thing. That's a bad thing. I'm just telling you, most athletes ain't going home to be home with their kids all day. No, and he's got the podcast. Exactly. So there's going to be other things he's going to be doing. He may be home a little more than he would have been, but he's not going to be home 24 hours a day. No. 215-592-9494. That's not a negative. Not a negative. I want people to be upset. He's he's, he's a great dad. He's a great dad. Yeah. And so so am I. Yeah, but you got, you got stuff to do. Still got to work. Okay, you're busy. You're, you keep yourself busy. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Do you want the Eagles to pay us on Reddick? Your last chance to get in on best snow day movie for a chance to win a fifty dollar Hooters gift card plus a great Conklin bit from earlier this morning that I thought you'd get a kick out of and the text line all coming up next on the afternoon show on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Recently, I had an incredible experience visiting National Appliance Warehouse in Tax-Free Wilmington. It's a big box store where they take care of the customer. When they say big box, they mean really big. The showroom is six times the size the average chain store devotes to appliances. From premium to budget, they'll always have what you're looking for. Browse over 100 brands with each and there's always someone there to help. They even have the goal to answer every question in eight seconds. Or if you don't even know what to ask, like myself, they'll help you with that too. But most important of all, the lowest prices. They always beat the chain stores and use Price Assure to confirm it. Using technology that scans the chain stores, Price Assure instantly updates electronic tags as needed. It's the President's Day mega sale. Upgrade your laundry with a matching Samsung washer with vibration-reducing technology and dryer with Sensor Dry, regularly $1,798 for only $1,396 after rebate. Go to nationalappliancewarehouse.com or visit their showroom today. course of george lopez show fame oh yeah <laughs> I swear, george lopez show is always on nick at night is it it's the only time i ever remember the george lopez show but yeah like i guess of, of the ram shows i get stuck on i watch so much george lopez show and uh, according to jim according to jim like when i got out of, like when I, when I got out of school at like three o'clock according right. to jim was always on mr reliable mm-hmm. and then late at night it was always a george i remember lopez george show. lopez show yeah i used to check it out every once that, in a while that's why I started watching uh, Fresh Prince. 
Yeah, yeah, Fresh Prince is on Nick oh, and yeah. I at that point. Oh, yeah, I've seen Fresh Prince. I've seen all of those. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm proud of you. <laughs> yes. Actually, you know. That was classic TV back in the day, man. That was must-see TV. I don't get a lot of credit for much, much of my, you know, you know, cultural or, or knowing a lot of old stuff. I did watch, like, Pr- Fresh Prince, mm-hmm. some of the Cosby show. Not all the Cosby show. Right. The Cosby show was really good. Yep. I watched, um, uh, what was the one out in San Francisco? With Danny Tanner. Full House. Full House. Mm-hmm. Watch all Full House. Boy- See, you don't know Boy Meets World. Nah. And I wouldn't expect you to. It's nah. Like- now, that Full House was a part of a Friday night lineup. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. That is that, that Friday the, night uh, TVs? Oh, yeah. Friday night TV it used to be on ABC. It was Full House. It's, um, what were some of the other shows? Oh, uh, yeah. Urkel. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Um, I can't think of the other ones, but yeah, for like Friday night was a interesting was a TV night. Because now it seems like they all the major TV networks avoid Friday and Saturday night. Yes, yes. Now, Sunday, Sunday's still proud. No, you gotta realize this was nineties. I know. Yeah, this was nineties. Yeah, had nothing else to do. Well, and Fox hadn't taken over yet. Then, then it became a Sunday night thing. Fox became a big deal. Yeah, with Living Color and all of that on. What was uh, what channel was the Al Bundy show on? Fox. Oh, really? Came on out there in Living Color. Oh, okay. Yep. So you had in Living Color, you had Married with Children. Eventually, you got to Living Single. Some other stuff that was on there. I can't remember all. Oh, no, you had Cops. Cops was a huge Sunday night thing. Man, you kidding me? I wonder if Marks has gotten through his. Yeah, like Cops was a huge Sunday night thing. I wonder if he's gotten through his DVR of Cops yet. Yeah, man. Cops used to be a good time. He used to to sit in front of the TV and watch Cops. Cops is good, girl. Oh, you know what? America's Most Wanted. Oh, okay, yeah. So I think they had America's Most Wanted, then Cops, and then the other shows. Nice. Somebody's going to correct me. I probably got 100%. that order mixed up. but Well, listen, I just nod and go, go right along with it. <laughs> we'll go right back to the phones. But uh, yes. every once in a while, I think Conklin cooks up a classic. And I thought this morning on the morning show, you know, Andy always got ripped for his press conferences, was, was never truthful. Mm-hmm. Well, Conklin decided, well, what would a, a boastful Andy Reid sound like at his press conference if he came back to Philadelphia? Here's what Conklin worked up this morning. All right, injuries, uh, a lot of bruised egos here in Philly from people who wanted to run me out of town. I'm here today to gloat. I just won my third Super Bowl in five years, damn it. Go ahead and use the word dynasty all you want. Imperial royalty, supremacy. I take full responsibility. This is all me. Hey, all you Eagles fans that wanted to get rid of me, I come back here to shove it in your face. I told you suckers I'd do a better job, and look at that. I did. It just wasn't here. I have a vivid memory of the fire Andy chants. I still have the audio. I saved it on on my phone. I play it for motivation. Here, listen to this. Remember that? Jeffrey got a new yacht and I got my third Super Bowl trophy. Andy, why was it different in Kansas City? Come on, Les, clean your ears out. I told you, it's just me, my brilliance. I really do amaze myself sometimes. Go ahead, Howard. So you came back just to point out to all these dopes what a genius you are? Yeah, I still love you, Howard. You're the only one that had any sense around here. Yeah. yeah. Hey, and your son, too. <laughs> Where's that Spike Askin? The author of Andy Reid Appreciation. Day. What a genius. Oh, here's another piece of audio I keep on my phone. Nick Sirianni heckling our beloved Chiefs fans. Hey, Nick, the Chiefs fans wanted me to invite you to the parade there. I know you got time. They took away all your responsibility. 
And where's that Joe Conklin guy, that wrinkled up, bald-headed loser? He and his daughter made a lot of hay out of singing that song, Never Gonna Win With Andy. Well, I got the real Taylor Swift on my team now, and we're doing nothing but winning. Man of a thousand voices. Still waiting for him to say something funny in one of them. Coach, coach, how were you able to refine your time management skills in KC? Hey, you know what? Manage this. We won the Super Bowl, and I still had two timeouts left. So that's about it, guys. Uh, in the words of the great Allen Iverson, f*** all y'all. Time's mine. Great. Wow. Great job by Joe Conklin. I mean, the fire Andy chance have not aged well. <laughs> not no, aged well at now all. Now we got people calling him the greatest coach of all time. <laughs> It does. It really it, it, hurt, it hurts he was ours, man. I'm telling you, man. Listen, I'm telling you, man. Every time he wins, man, I'm like, man, it just becomes clearer and clearer that we were the problem. <laughs> that stinks. It stinks. I mean, players, I'm saying, not yeah. fans. I'm no. saying we were the problem. I don't know, man. Those fire any chants are pretty loud. But, uh, oh, yeah, man. unbelievable work by Joe Conklin. And <laughs> I, wish, I wish Andy would do it. Just one press conference here one day just to close it out. End it on a high note. What one one of those type of yeah, things? Yeah, he's giving one press conference. Oh, he's all, too classy he, for I that. know. When he retires, though, like, <laughs> one one more. Listen, it'll it'll be the next time. I'm in Canton. Um, and true story, I remember telling Coach that, not that he needed to hear it from me, but when we were out there for Brian Dawkins, uh, super. I mean, for his Hall of Fame uh, ceremony, Coach flew in. You know, that night they were in training camp, mm-hmm. and he flew in for the um, for the Friday night uh, dinner and ceremony and all of that. And at at the end, we were all taking pictures with him and everything. And I'm like, well, Coach, pretty cool. You know, you flew out here, you know, for Dalton, you know, this and another. You got all your former players out here, man. Well, next time we're out here, we'll be out here for you. You know, and who knows how long that would be? I know. But yeah, yeah. Um, I was mad I missed Harold Carmichael's. Um, Hall of Fame uh, induction. That was the, the year after the uh, COVID, I believe. Yeah, I didn't get the chance to make it out there. So yeah, and I don't. I don't have any other teammates that I played with that's going into the Hall of Fame. I can think of. No, I don't think so. Yeah, so like Vic's not not going. In. Nope. And I don't think Don's gonna make it in. So yeah, Andy would be. <laughs> And you're going to go go out there, and it's going to be a sea of red. It is. <laughs> That's going to be a sea of red. That was the point I was trying to get to. I know. Yeah, he's a damn chief. He's, 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 a, he's the, the chief chief out there. I know. I the know. greatest coach in two, two franchises history. Yeah, I know. It's unbelievable. I don't think Angelo's going to be out there for, for Andy's Hall of Fame no. induction. No. And, and Coach probably going to go, what, another how, – how do we say he is? 65? 65. 65. That's at least another five years. Yeah. He might not go until he's 80. Oh, God. If he does another 10 years, 75. Yeah. Yeah, if he does another 10 years, yeah, yeah he wouldn't go in until he was 80. Yeah. They ought to put coaches in sooner. That's what I'm saying. Like, like <laughs> does Belichick really need to wait five years? Yes. Or, or Andy? Like, just do it while they're still coaching. He won't right. change anything. No, you have to do it while they're coaching, but let's do it while they're alive. <laughs> I agree. I agree. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, it's going to Justin in Tennessee. What's happening, Jay? What's happening, fellas? How y'all doing today? What's up, Justin? Man, I agree with you. Let let these coaches go in because don't they put basketball coaches in while they're still? Coaching they do. They sure do. Yep, they now, do. I don't know. We we can't take cues from the basketball hall of fame though. <laughs> well, no, no, because they they'd let me in the basketball hall of fame probably. For sure, I agree. You, you always had a great jumper back in the day. Uh, no, not really. I, I was I was more like the round mound of rebound. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I was a box them out, clear them out type of guy. 
They didn't. They didn't come in the lane on me because I, I played basketball kind of like football, and I, I used all my fouls. We'll say that. Yeah, you're aggressive. I didn't, I didn't, you're aggressive. I didn't let none go away. <laughs> but uh, anyway, on the Hassan Reddick thing, man, if if they could do like a three year deal. Because didn't y'all say he would be 30 during the season? Yeah, I think week okay. week three. Week three into the season is when he turns 30. So, like, give him, like, a three-year extension, something like that. Because Von Miller was still productive up until he, he got hurt. Mm-hmm. Was it last year when he got hurt? Yep. And, I mean, Von Miller, they're, they're almost the same type of player. I think Hassan's a little more long and lanky you know he's not as compact as Vaughn maybe I, I don't know I don't know the body size or type or anything like that but yeah for for a known commodity like that that's gotten double digit sacks four years straight and probably could have had at least 15 fat and dropped him back into coverage so much and then he had the messed up hand to start the season this year yep. and he still got 11 sacks so I mean yeah I, I would be open to re-signing him I, I really would because I don't think you're going to get more than a third rounder for him right now because whoever signs him is going to or trades for him is going to have to sign. Yeah, so I, I mean the the, third... the the one proposed trade we saw today was to the Texans for a second round pick. So I hope they can get a second for him. If they could, yeah, that would be that would be ideal. Uh, that would give us more more shots at uh, Axman Junior in the second round. <laughs> you would think if they had three second round picks, they could they get one of them on Jeremiah Trotter Junior. You would <laughs> you would think so, but hey, who? Who knows? But uh, anyway, as far as snow day movies, ha- like I don't, I've not got to listen to the entire show today. I've got one. Not sure if it's been mentioned. But what about the Fugitive? Ooh. Harrison Ford, Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, oh, oh. I love that movie, man. I want y'all to check every outhouse, farmhouse, inhouse, doghouse, <laughs> and outhouse within 15 square miles to find this man. That movie's phenomenal. I just rewatched it like a week ago. I love the Fugitive. But, classic. No, it's a classic, yeah, it's, Justin. It's 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 an all-time actioner, man. Jack, I don't know if you've seen it or not, dude. But you no, really but I to watch. I'm gonna start doing millennial movie reviews as we get into the How could you in the off season. The fugitive. I gotta work my look, way through this thing. These wow. Things. Here's, Is that the one with uh, Whitney Houston? <laughs> no, that's the bodyguard. Man. Oh, right, 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 right. Okay, listen. Here's what I'll I'll do, man. I'll talk to you. I'll text with you later on. I've got a Voodoo account. I, I literally like I now it's a movie account. Okay. Like to, okay where, where <laughs> He's I practicing buy, some like, weird stuff yeah, down I'm there like, in what? Tennessee. No, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no, 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 no. It ain't that type of voodoo. That's the name of the the movie account. But anyway, I'll get you set up on my account. I literally have like eighteen hundred Blu-rays now, and a that's, thousand that's of them are on digital yeah. form. Yeah. I, well, I'm a movie nut. Movies and football. I don't care. That's that's my life. But anyway. I'll let you get on there, and you can watch The Fugitive. You can watch The Bodyguard. I'll hook you up, dude. But anyway, I'm going to get off here. I love you, boys. I mean it. Y'all have a good one. All right. There you go. All right, Justin. Love you, buddy. Justin in Tennessee. Fugitive. Yes. Good movie. You'll love it. All right. I will, uh, let, we'll, we'll, we'll work through millennial movie right, reviews. Harrison Ford, Tommy Lee Jones, brother. Yeah. You will love that one. Prime. And uh, Ralph Cifaretto. Oh. Nice. I'm not a big Ralphie guy. Another one of those famous no. characters I couldn't stand. You'll like him in this one. <laughs> That's good. Let's get to the Marks and Reese text line brought to you by Mount Holly Nissan. New 2024 Nissans are arriving daily at Mount Holly Nissan. Minutes from everywhere, just over the bridge, online, MountHollyNissan.com. Text line. I wonder how Spike will handle Chuck from Mount Airy after his war with Andy and Deptford. <laughs> Justin in Limerick. I, 
think he'll be all right. It's a good question. They're, they'll have some, I believe, legendary back and forth about Embiid. Well, oh, yeah. I don't say Spike is a Chuck fan, but Spike hasn't had to deal with Chuck on the Sixers. I know. And Spike is also a uh, – he's got a bit of a short fuse sometimes. Yeah. Like we learned at the Andy phone yeah, call. Yeah, yeah. And those two, when they really start – you know, there could be some <laughs> shouting that. Because I feel like you're kind of got to the point where, like, I get it, Chuck. You know yes. what I mean? Like you, sometimes you'll you'll get into it. Mm-hmm. Spike's going to be brand new into the into the Chuck game. So. I agree. Yeah, you know, re- reigniting the flame. I agree. And the new guy always gets tested. For sure. You saw that with Andy. Yep. I've been tested. <laughs> Come through with flying colors per usual. It's true. For sure. What's next? Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Sounds like some dumb movie to camera watches in his bathtub. <laughs> Jordan in Deptford. He's probably distraught that we didn't know what Glenn Gary. Glenn Gary. Glenn Ross. I still don't. It's just a horrible movie name. Right. Yeah, I'm going to have to check it out, though, I guess. I mean, the the line does sound really good. Spike recommended it to us. He did. Now, he did say it was a great play. I don't remember. Yeah, what are we doing here? Yeah. And am I really taking movie advice from Spike? Yeah, because Spike's like a dark guy when it comes to movies. Like, he's he's really into... uh, The golf? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like he's not really a comedy guy. No. Yeah. He's more of a Dungeons and Dragons type guy? (laughs) That's like nerdy. Oh, okay. I feel like he's more like horror movies. Oh, like horror movies. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. But like twisted kind of movies. Yeah. Like yeah. was like Human Centipede. Listen, that's my daughter. Really? Jada? Oh, yes. I can never. I, I, oh, yes. I had, I had like nightmares from Scary Movie back in the day. Scary Movie is a comedy movie. Yeah. <laughs> a, yeah, a comedy scary movie. Yeah. No, she she loves horror movies. Yeah? Yeah. I can't do it. What's next? Beavers on Groundhog Day and birds have hands. Jack, <laughs> the animal expert. Clay in Delaware. That was a classic, the birds have hands. I think it's a fair question. <laughs> it's not a fair question, man. They got wings. Let's <laughs> imagine them. The wings, hands. There's no stop. Dude, I feel like chicks might have. Like, a little, little chicken? Oh. They don't have hands? I guess if they'd make that into a food if they did. I mean, everything else from a chicken's edible. Pretty much. <laughs> What's next? If Howie drafts another defensive or offensive lineman in the first round, I'm going to pull my hair out. Nick in Delaware. If he drafts an offensive lineman or, or a tackle, like again, we're picket fencing outside of the Novacare and rioting. That's what they draft. I don't care. I, I, we don't need, again, you drafted Cam Jurgens to be the Kelsey replacement, and, and we're con- trying to convince Jason to come back tomorrow for the third straight time, and he's playing out of position. Like, I don't need the Lane Johnson replacement two years too early. Okay? Grow up. What's next? Pay me, Howie! Hassan outside the Novacare. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, Hassan Reddick, you know, it's, I didn't agree with paying him after year one. You know, Elliot said that, that, that it was a mistake not figuring this out last year. Yeah. But again, that was. Would have been a bad precedence to set. You can't pay him after he just did the deal. It's the T.O. thing mm-hmm. all over. Yeah. Um, but I just. But I, now you can. I'm kind of wondering how this whole thing ends. Like, does it? Do you think? Do you think right now? I don't know how long we're going to keep talking about Sound Reddick, but do you think that he's an eagle? We'll to some more news. I know. Do you think there. he's an eagle week one? Yes. I don't think he's an eagle week one. Yes, I think he is. I don't know. Uh, let's go to <laughs> let's go to uh, Blackready from Blackready.com. What's happening, BJ? 
Uh, I, uh, first of all, I, you said it's Black History Month. You're right. This top five of five stuff has got to stop. I'm in Philadelphia. We are, I'm out here booing. And what happened to the pause button? Y'all, y'all throw a whole lot of stuff out there. With that and I hear one pause that not, not one that you talk about pulling it out and the two drops. But y'all, first of all, y'all, y'all Caucasians get ashy too. Y'all need to get some paper. Oh, I got, I got deathly dry skin. And, yeah. Hey, look, look, get some aquaphor for your face, like moisturize. Y- y'all got families and babies. Now, don't be r- having the rough edges all up on the baby. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and like I said, this time five was trash. It's Black History Month. You let me down. You let I don't down. give a shit. <laughs> you better start giving because guess what? This list, man. Boo! Boo! I can't, I can't do it. Y'all, y'all, it's too bad. Uh, uh, secondly, um, <laughs> I just applause. Pause. Pause. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I've been waiting just to say that because it was just so crazy. Um, I don't know uh, if this is a snow movie or not, but I woke up this morning and realized it was snow and jumped back in the bed, turned on the TV, and Tom Hanks' big came on, and it caught me, and I ended up watching the whole dang up there for two hours. I probably watched it in like 15 years. When I was a kid, it was like a cool movie because everybody wanted to do that mm-hmm. whole switch route thing. Uh, but yeah, uh, get yourself some cocoa butter, some little. See, Jack, Jack know about the cold. He out there doing that grown man stuff, putting the stew out there. Oh, yeah. Got me thinking I should be in the wilderness with it. I, oh, you almost got me buying a Dutch oven. You know what I'm saying? You're, Dude, it's great, you're man. Close. It's great. You, I, look, I'm very pro cold though. Like I like the cold, so I didn't agree with it. So somebody needs to start approving these five and five. That's all I'm saying. It's like history. <laughs> well, was better. it was it I, so bad it was good or was it just bad? Oh, I, when I called, I laughed at him because I said it, it, it was so bad. It's so good. Like I said, I'm booing the radio. Yes. I, I know it's good. I know it's, I know it's good for the click. That I was booing, punching the air, and, and pausing all the day. <laughs> so, uh, it got me. So there we go. I talk to you guys. All right. There he goes. Blackridge from BlackRidge.com. Uh, big with Tom Hanks. Good movie. Yeah, it was okay. I think it was okay. Not anything classic or anything of that nature, but. The concept has been done before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, yeah. That's a, a, a movie. Th- you know, we've seen that a million times. Yeah. He, he, was he in the jerk or was that uh, Steve Martin? Steve Martin. Okay. <laughs> Big Aaron's in West Philly. What's <laughs> happening, Big A? Hey, what's going on, fellas? What's up, A? Yeah, man, you got his son, Hassan, man, for at least three years. Well, no, you three don't. Years no, no, you don't. Yeah, no, you, do. you don't. Yes, let, you let, do. Let me tell you, Jack, why. All right. It, it, be, are you going to bring up the Phillies in this point? No, no, I'm not going to bring up the Phillies. Stop with their Phillies stuff. Okay, if Brandon Graham leaves, if Cox leaves, mm-hmm. if, if all these older players leave, who's going to be the leader in the darn locker room next year, Jack? I know. It's, 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 a, a, it's, a, it's a big issue. It's more of a, it's going to go over the offense for sure. So you're saying somebody – that they're going to draft. Why do Philadelphia want to take away the known uh, the known player to bring in the unknown? Well, well because I mean, it don't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. It don't make sense. Make it make sense, Jack. Make well, because sense. I think you can get a younger player, and I'm not. My mindset next year is more focusing Ooh, on 2025 instead of 2024. Okay, who you going to get, Jack? I don't know. <laughs> okay, that's your problem. You don't know. I can get Josh okay. Allen. You want, pay, you want me to get Josh Allen? You want me to okay. get uh, all right, all my right, boy all right. Bryce Huff, which I brought up more uh, than I think people uh, need it? Yeah. 
Okay, real quick. The Sixers looked good last night. They moving the ball around. Mm-hmm. You know, Tobias wasn't in there to hold it up. Yeah, thank God. Score. Oh, man. I mean, just... And don't <laughs> score. Come on, come on, Ike. And don't score. We need to get the ball. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm on Buddy Hill now, though. We're on Buddy. We're on Buddy <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, I'm on Buddy. Oh, well, I'm on Because he's a Kobe guy? That's right. What if Toby said he's a Kobe guy? Well, he is a Kobe guy. No, he's not. He's Toby not. is a Kobe guy. Yeah, but guy. he's not allowed. Again, everyone can't be a Kobe guy. Okay? Let me get my, my movie real quick. Yes. I can watch all the lethal weapons, all of them. Oh, Danny oh, Glover. big okay. lethal weapon guy. You know what? I think the first two all I was in on, when did they bring Chris Rock in? Oh, you didn't like with the Chris Rock in there? Yeah. I, well, I, I, they, they, when they added Joe Pesci in too, right? Yes, they, they added him in too, yeah. Yeah, I, I, too. I don't think I, I – Renee Russo, see, everybody forget yeah, about Renee her. Yeah, Renee Russo, yeah, yeah. Everybody forget about her. I mean, good movies, man. I can sit there and watch them all the time. Mm. All right. Well, I was all, right, in, I, 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 all right, brother. Appreciate yeah, you, big guy. I was in on the first two lethal weapons. That's Danny Glover. Yeah. Right. And um, Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson. Yep. Uh, and I eventually s- added Rene Russo, Joe Pesci. How many legal weapons are exactly. there? Exactly. I think there's. Lethal weapons. Yeah. Five? It feels like there's a million lethal I weapons. I think so, yeah. <laughs> was, uh, was, was Danny Glover better than that or Angels in the Outfield? Lethal weapon. Okay. Yeah. Probably lethal I did weapon. love him in Angels in the Angels in the Outfield. Yeah. I just can't picture Danny Glover in sports movies. <laughs> he was in one. No, what I what I mean by like again, there needs to be a cutoff for amount of people that try to use Mamba mentality. And I feel like Toby's the cutoff. Like you don't have Mamba mentality. Everybody wants it. They though. want it, right? Yeah. Right. Like I watch the Kobe reels on yes. on Instagram too, mm-hmm. and I try to say that could be me on the radio. No, you're a LeBron guy. Yeah, passive. Yes. Always looking to make the right, <laughs> always looking to make the right pass. Don't need to take over, you know. Just making the right basketball play. That's said, what we do. Toby want. I mean, Toby wants to be a Kobe guy, but doesn't really have yeah, the he mom doesn't mentality. Have, he does not have a mom. Even mentality. I said I wish he was more aggressive. He's not. Yeah, <laughs> he's not. He, he's not. By the way, I watched the reel last night of uh, of Kobe running through Powell at the uh, oh, at, the Olympics. At, at the Olympics. Yeah. Yeah, just an all timer. It's just. It's, I know. It's the goat, man. No, I, yeah. I wonder why he's getting three statues. That's a lot of statues. That's a lot of statues. <laughs> Twitter question today brought to you by Mark's Jewelers. Valentine's Day shop Mark's Jewelers. Every purchase over $249 gets a free box of chocolates and a dozen roses. Online, marks-jewelers.com. Ike, best answer today. Was it Glenn Gary and Glenn Co- Close? I don't think so. <laughs> All right. Uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off? Hmm. Die Hard? Hmm. Pulp Fiction? Hmm. Zach and Mary make a porno? Hell no. Goonies? No. Uh, Pulp Fiction, Fugitive. Which did you like? Uh, I'll go with Pulp Fiction because I've never seen The Fugitive. All right, Pulp Fiction. Okay. Congrats to Robert Overbrook. Uh, and tomorrow, again, 4 o'clock, my review of Friday. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can't wait for this. Millennial movie reviews. I like it. Coming up on the afternoon show. Coming up next, we're riding with the king. Is the king He's down in Clearwater? <laughs> uh, only Robbie E. knows. <laughs> only Robbie E. knows. Either way, Robbie E. Howard Eskin coming up next on, the, on Sports Radio 94 WIP. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.